You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. And I'm the Pooh Bob with the real news. So we have returning guests who are, for the first time, hunkered in the bunker. We have the president and first lady of the Kapow Pals, <laughs> the mayor and tabulator, Jared Lowe, and his better half, hailing from the Source Material <laughs> podcast on the Radishes and Broccoli Network, the one and only original Jesse. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Jesse. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Wow. Isolate you, gentlemen. Oh, cracking it open. Lordy. Yeah, we're doing kind of a special episode tonight, and we put out a call to several of our Jessies, and only one Jesse had our back. <laughs> Number one, the, Bizarro. The, there's another name. I heard another name for. Well, first, I've never seen Kapow Pals until today. <laughs> <laughs> Until it got hashtag today, huh? I had a girl tell me she didn't want to be a Jesse. She wanted to be a Kapowski. I think she was, she wanted to be like a Kelly Kapowski. I was like, I was like, okay, well then. Straight out of the I was like, that's really great, but what's wrong with being a Jesse? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I don't know. I don't know who this Jesse is. I was like, uh, I showed her like a little later. I was like, look. Okay, he man. just shared this thing about this Stephen King children's book. Jesse knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was totally on board. Okay, she's a Jesse now. Awesome, awesome stuff. Glad to be here, guys. Hey, let, before we get into the, the official okay stuff of the Kapow Podcast, okay, I brought a gift, all right? It's in my pocket, so it's nothing big. Uh, you guys, don't, no jokes, no jokes. This... This, my friends, is going to be the start of whatever you guys are going to start putting together for your podcast. I know you guys will have like a little, maybe a little, uh, oh, I don't know, some kind of ceremonial thing that you'll bring out oh, every yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, I know you dig Captain America, yeah. okay, so you, you can figure out where this goes. But uh, I have about three of him. He popped up in my, uh, he popped up at an auction one time. And luckily enough, uh, that is anybody... Yeah, the, the Secret Wars. Wars Secret Captain Wars, America. Captain America. With the hologram. Clearly, show. it's a loose figure. I apologize. <laughs> so, But uh, he can hang out with you guys while you guys are doing podcasts Cap, now. Absolutely. Welcome to our bunker, sir. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Because we literally have nothing. We have bare walls, <laughs> bare bulbs hanging from the, hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. That's a, that's the that's the beginning. Who knows what that's going to be turning into? We won't have room for other people. We're going to put some shag carpeting on the walls. Nice shag carpeting. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, watch the riffraff will be attracting with that. So, what are we doing, Jordan? Uh, what are we doing, Jared? We're going to rank some movies. Ooh. Yeah, this was uh, Jared's idea. Uh, he he. We were talking about. Uh, how many comic book movies are coming out? And we know how many. There's a ton of them. And uh, so we, we broke it down into the modern age, starting with Blade in 1998. Uh, I think everyone would agree that's the start of kind of the current <laughs> renaissance of, yes. of movies. And uh, he's like, why don't we rank it? Because we've done before, we've done 
uh, like brackets. We did a you know sweet sixteen countdown kind of format. And Mr. Mathematician here had he's a mathlete had a different idea. So tell us tell us your formatting. Well, we ended up with fifty two total movies. Okay, so we can call them the new fifty two comic book. <laughs> no, don't movies. do that. I like it. No, and I'll give the the Poobah some credit here. I mean, this, the the genesis of this idea came from way back on our Civil War podcast. Uh, right after that movie came out, mm-hmm. uh, Seth asked the question, you know, where where does this rank? Because we were pretty enthusiastic about it at that time, and I, I remember thinking, man, we got to put it in some context. I don't know. Is it is it the best? Is it up there? Where? So I said, well, let's put it in some context. We'll look at it. Maybe we'll compare it to the other, you know, MCU movies. Well, let's just go go for it. We'll do all the comic book movies, all the Marvel, all the DC, and uh, yeah. Just to clarify, these are only superhero movies. So no, you know, I don't know. Kick ass and some of those other things that maybe aren't on the list. Just so you know, um, has to be that were practically Marvel, made to be, to be a movie. DC. Yeah, exactly. So no angry tweets that we left your favorite movie yeah, off. Yeah. This is just mainstream Marvel DC superheroics. Correct. Yes. So we did. So everyone in the room here um, put together a list, and uh, we did rank them one some, through fifty-two. Some faster than others. <laughs> Some today. <laughs> yeah, some some finished mere hours ago. Wow. Well, you can't just go blow through 52 movies. I mean, yeah. come on. Last night, Mike got it in Not there. Not in the radar. <laughs> so we ranked one, 1 to 52, best to worst comic book movie. We put all the scores together. And uh, we saw what uh, what came out on top, what came out on bottom. And yeah, we we all them. independently turned these into Jared. We yeah. had no idea how we compared each other. That's true. He he is the only one with all the answers. I have the power. Now, before we start this, we know that I'm DC, Cliff is DC, Jordan and Seth are Marvel. What are you guys? Oh, I'm a Marvel guy. Marvel as well. And I will say, go, going through the rankings, you better mean, be it Marvel. is so clear. I mean, I can just look at the rankings and say, oh, Cliff hates Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael has a weird thing for Superman. It's just so obvious. <laughs> you look at the rankings. It says that on his Facebook page. But it's <laughs> it, just, it just comes through. I knew street-level starch is obviously a Marvel guy. Yeah, that's going to happen. He's not into that cosmic DC mumbo-jumbo. <laughs> yeah, it, it is interesting. As you'll see, you know, a lot of this stuff we ranked very similarly. Some of this stuff, I mean, somebody had it in the top ten, somebody had it in the bottom ten. You know, so there's a, there's a lot of them that have uh, a pretty big uh, difference between uh, the the top ranker and the bottom ranker. So hopefully we'll have some uh, ar- arguments. Yeah, this ahead. is this is up to <laughs> and not including Doctor Strange. It just came out. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So I think Suicide Squad was the newest on the list. Right. So yes. So we're going to sure. give everybody another week to go see Doctor Strange. We'll talk about that next week. So we're talking about everything up to that. So I think uh, Jared's going to be kind of our master of ceremonies here and run things down. He is the number cruncher, the stats guy, the guy who figures out batting average and slugging percentage for his little league team. I do indeed, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you who was the who led in OPS on my little league. Um, all right, yeah. I don't, are you guys Start from the bottom. Start yeah, like start, Drake. It's Drake style. We're going to start, yeah. start from the bottom. Now we're Drake. All right. <laughs> Number 15. No one in this room got that joke. They're <laughs> <laughs> all like, Tim Drake? I don't remember his name. Um, <laughs> I'll call up my 11-year-old daughter and I'll ask. <laughs> all right. Yeah, bottom. Hey, the worst comic book movie is Catwoman. Is that a surprise to anyone? <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's up there on the, the worst. 
Yeah, well, we'll see. What, what did I have going for it? DC. <laughs> well, yeah. The costume was pretty sexy. Yeah. There, there were movies that legitimately just got the bottom of my list because, number one, I didn't see them, and number two, didn't want to see them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Catwoman, right yeah. Catwoman made the list because everybody I know had an issue with that. There was only one movie on this list that I have not seen, and that was Jonah Hex. So that was my 52. Hmm. A DC movie. Yeah, well... Uh, I mean, I, I've never seen Catwoman all the way through. I just Google so Catwoman basketball scene. This is like a very kind of an internet famous scene from this movie where there's a, like, I think it's after she gets her cat power, she like plays some pickup basketball on the street. And it's like, it's a 40 <laughs> First second thing I would scene. do. It's a 40 second scene. There's 115 camera edits. <laughs> and it's just the most ridiculous. It's like. But wow. you were okay with Teen Wolf. Yes. Oh. I was. I'm very okay with Teen Wolf. <laughs> and his basketball skills. <laughs> So yeah, there uh, there it is, the worst movie ever. So from 2004, Catwoman, Correct, number yeah. 52. All right, let's. It's only marginally better, number 51, Electra, <laughs> which everyone was at the bottom oh, yeah. of everyone's list here too. I don't know how people feel about the actress, but I can't. I've never liked her as an actress, so I. What's your name? Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> no, was there a D? Oh, I thought he had it. Perfect. You almost had it. it. Please correct me. Garner. Garner. I'm right by Michael tonight, so I can... We're shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> Sharing a I microphone. Can, I can hear every mistake up close. <laughs> I Those would have been my bottom two, but I felt kind of sexist, so I squeezed one well, between Electra and Catwoman. Yeah, I was going to say... So I didn't put the lead. Yeah, I, I we are now we are two movies into this, and we have exhausted the list of female-led superhero movies. Oh, wow. The, the okay, only reason so. why I had Catwoman above her, but above Electra. Was because I thought she was a better actress. That was the only reason. At least I, I think we can all agree that can Wonder Woman please be good? Yeah. And Captain Marvel oh, so yeah. yeah. please be good because yeah, it'll this, have a spot this is not acceptable. But the two worst movies are the right. two female led. Right. Preach it, sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Number fifty. Fantastic Four from 2015. <sighs> Reboot movie. Yeah. I'm, did more people not see that than have seen it? I'd, I've never I'd seen never it. I saw it because... What did you say about it, Michael? You thought I, it was good. No, no. I hated it. <laughs> no. Also, you that, probably thought it would be good since he hated yeah, it. Yeah, that was, that's what it was. He <laughs> well, thought it was not good, so, because, I like, so I recorded it. Because everyone was bashing it, and I said, there's no way it could be as bad as everyone says. Yes, it is. <laughs> it was like there's bits, there's very minuscule bits and pieces of it that I could see what they're, they almost had a movie and then they went the other way. It's so bad on so many levels. Yeah, they're talking about making a sequel to that with the same people. They have, well, I, I think they have to for some kind of reason. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. To like retain the rights. Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's a, okay. Contract so, I've had the opportunity to watch that movie play it. It's sitting right there. I can watch it tonight <laughs> if I wanted to. Not going to happen. Well, because they took a lot from the Ultimate storyline, which was clever enough and a nice update, but they just did not do anything. Like, the... There's enough more fantastic yeah, movies to talk yeah. about. Right. <laughs> let's, let's talk about it some more. I would like to do a podcast on how bad that movie is. There's just plenty that. out there, I'm you sure. Ronald can do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number 49 is Jonah Hex from 2010. 
Did hmm. anyone watch that? Movie? Yeah, I've seen it. I did. Oh. did I didn't have, have it. That. Fox in it? Is that, did that yes. Happen? Yeah. That's the whole reason why he watched it. Yeah, I forgot she was in it. <laughs> I James uh, Josh Brolin, James Brolin, what's his name? Josh Josh Brolin. I thought he was a he's a good actor. Isn't it James, his father. Yes. Oh, okay then. Martha's his mother. <laughs> <laughs> but there could have been a good movie in there somewhere, kind of a horror western mm-hmm. starring some good actors, but it didn't happen. The best part of that movie is like the first two minutes. They kind of recap his origin yep. in this animated style. And it's really cool. And my hopes got way up. Mm-hmm. And then the movie started and they went way down. <laughs> yeah. And then they retold his origin live action. Like, right. It, it was weird. They repeated weird. themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Didn't Jonah show up on um, Legends? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who wins? Legends or uh, the movie? Uh, ooh. The really... story was better on Legends. Okay. I mean, as an episode versus a movie, but as, I, I don't know. As Josh Brolin's a, normally a really good actor. You think it, he, he, you know, could make something with it, but he really didn't. Sometimes you just can't make something out of crap. Yeah. What year was that? That was 2010. So is that after? Was this like one of DC's first answers to Marvel's kind of supremacy? Yeah, probably. And they come out with and Joe Hex. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, I I don't know now's a good time to mention it, but I, I yeah. definitely hold a standard. I have different standards pre Iron Man and post Iron Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you know a movie like Daredevil or The Hulk, they're not good or great, but no one was trying very hard. Yeah. They didn't have studios behind them. They didn't have a million fans. They didn't have creative control as much as the Marvel Studios does. So if you make a terrible movie after Iron Man, <laughs> with the budgets you're given and the great actors you're given. You 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 have to try a little harder. So yeah, Jonah Hex coming out in 2010, the same year as you know Iron Man two, a year before Cap the First Avenger. Like, there's no excuse. That's a good point. You took all that into account this morning when you were doing your list, did you, Michael? <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, and actually, you know, since he brought it up. Um, it was hard for me to decide on whether I love certain movies because it was a comic book character that I really loved and they did it justice or did I hate the movie because it deviated so much from the story of the character. And sometimes it was actually – it I really enjoyed the movie even though it deviated from the character. So it was yeah. a very – I went with a – the first time I watched it, how did I feel about it? And whatever that was is kind of how I ranked mine. Just on a straight. Boy, that's when it happens. That's definitely one way to go at it. But I so many times change my opinion a couple of years later, and I feel like that's the opinion I should go with. How's it hold up? So yeah, the first time I saw Daredevil in theaters, I was like, "Yeah, they, they <laughs> yep. red leather baby." Daredevil finally came to the big screen, and then every time since then, it's like, "Oh yeah, Daredevil." <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, like with that movie. Like, you liked it. We'll talk about it when we yeah. get there, Michael. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, teacher. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't raise my hand before I spoke. Yeah. Not, well, Michael, it's probably coming up soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to have to speak on this one because you rank this one much higher than anyone else. Number 48 is Ghost Rider 2. I love Ghost Rider <laughs> where, where 2. Where does he have this? Because list? Where do you have Ghost Rider Michael 2? had Ghost Rider 2 at number 23 yes. on his okay. list. Everyone See, else had it. That's like not that high. Difference. It's not that high, but it's much higher than anyone else. Because <laughs> it was solely because it was, uh, to me, it was very action-packed, and it was done by the guys that did Crank. And I love that movie and that style of shooting. Like, they did it very street-level when it came to the shooting of the movie. Like, 
to me it was like they had they were driving cars and they had the camera hanging out of the car and just because I knew more about the filming and the behind the scenes is I guess is why I love this movie so much. And come on, when you have you a love it so much, <laughs> really. But when you have a demon so piss fire, how is that, that not cool? <laughs> come on, that's man. literally the only scene I remember from the movie. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember who the villain was. I, I, that movie, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but I don't yeah, remember I anything it. about I it. Seen it. Yeah, it's, it. It's horrible. It's got Nicolas Cage in it, man. Uh, come on. Hey, I'm a big Nick Cage fan, but. All right. Next on the list, we're up to number forty-seven. Every movie from since that we've talked about so far, super campy. Like you mm-hmm. know, okay, this next movie, I think they tried. It should have been better, but everyone hated it. Spider-Man Three, two thousand seven. I saw that in the drive-in. <laughs> this was actually my number fifty-one. Yeah, this was right wow. at the cliff. cliff was this the is, lowest rank. On yeah, this. I'm guessing my rank is probably highest. Yeah, who, who uh, had actually, highest? Seth had the highest on this one because I I don't hate that movie. You know the dancing and what like people just remember that that stuff and hate yeah, that, it. That sticks out too much. For there me was to, yeah. there was yeah. a core of something there. I, to me, what I remember most about it was just way over stuff. There, there yeah. were like four villains. It was too much. None of them were done yeah. even halfway decent. Granted, granted, <laughs> they, they pulled a Joel Schumacher and tried to cram way too much stuff into one movie. Like. Yeah, I'm, I can remember being excited hearing it. This Venom's going to be home. Venom! Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, you know. And and then I think I've watched it once um, and was very unimpressed with, just like you guys are saying, overstuffed. We had we had Green Goblin, I think, turned good in that movie, and, and it was Harry or whatever. I, I can't even remember how to keep it. It was a convoluted mess. I just yeah. remember the butler, like, save the day, that old butler. <laughs> Like, he just told the plot at the end, and like he, the key to the whole movie was that old butler. Like, oh, I forgot to mention. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but Eddie Brock was totally miscast cast in that movie. So far removed from the first one and the second one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, was it? Yes, yeah, so those are way better. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll get there. Everyone other than Cliff had the other two ranked yeah. very highly. Right. Yeah. So I assume, Jess, I assume you're a big Venom fan. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that you didn't. What's his name? I, it Topher was Grace. Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Yeah. Didn't yeah. yeah, didn't I? Didn't I? Didn't cotton to that one. I, that I thought it could have worked like an evil. You know, he kind of resembled Tobey Maguire, kind of a, an evil duplicate of him. Like that could have worked instead of the big muscle bound guy. You needed but. a jacked up dude. <laughs> That's what you needed there, yeah. in my opinion. But I, I don't think that would have saved the movie in any way. <laughs> All right, moving on. Number forty-six, uh, the first of many Ryan Reynolds appearances. This is X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh my gosh! Nine. <laughs> the, yeah, the lo- lowest ranked from the uh, X universe. Yeah, we all kind of have this similar, similarly ranked. Yeah, Deadpool. I mean, That's the Merc with the mouth. Exactly. Without, yeah, uh, without a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It, when we talk about the actual Deadpool movie, it was so good to see them jab at that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that was the most ridiculous character, uh, you know, warping way to go about it in that, uh, in that movie. They just messed it all up. Way to go, Fox. Like, that movie was good for the first, whatever, 15 minutes, and then beyond that, it just yeah. went on the toilet. Yeah. And, and Wolverine's been the best part of every X movie. Hugh Jackman's great. I, I just I don't know what 
went off the rails on this one. Yeah. I would have – I know we're, we're obviously doing a list right now, but I would have loved to have seen companies listed beside these movies just to see where – the companies that back the movies rank as well. You guys probably know well, off the top some, of your head. I've got some numbers. Oh, <laughs> my man. All right. Uh, all right. Hey, no, moving on to number 45. Another X-Men movie. This was my number 52, X-Men 3, The Last Stand mm. from 2006. Wow. Now, is that where it goes from like night to – or from day to night in one shot? Is that is that, what, where the that braid, one? The fighting on the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched this movie one time in theaters. I've never watched it again. It's the only movie on this list I walked out and was just mad. Wow. I was mad at that movie. I hated it so much. Why? I see grammar in a big blue That was the suit. only good thing about it. Like, him. we finally got to see that. Yeah. Why did you hate it so much? I, it's notorious for sucking. It, yeah, I mean, it, it was bad, but, like... Again, I've only watched it once. Like they kill Cyclops in like the first that's, scene yeah. without yeah. even explaining what happened. Yeah, that's and then the you go through the whole movie like, me. well, I don't even know what happened. And the, the thing that uh, the, at the end, <laughs> like Rogue gets the cure or whatever, mm. and it, it's like I'm cured now. Credits roll, and I was like, you just completely turned the whole concept of what X Men is about right. on its head. Not right. to mention all oh, them. So mad. It's like Storm. I'm here and I'm white. <laughs> the the Dark Phoenix saga saga is one of like the highest rated comic book storylines of all time in the X Men, and the way they like pigeonhole that into that storyline so yeah. terribly. Like, you want to talk about pigeonhole? You pigeonhole Juggernaut saying a meme. I was gonna say, well, yeah. <laughs> like, that was the other good thing about the movie. That was the best thing about it. All right, yeah, I don't want to talk about that one anymore. Um, number forty-four, Ghost Rider, the original from two thousand seven. It's been a while since I've seen that one. I, I, I uh, this I, was vampires, right? Didn't he fight vampires? He fought the kid from American Beauty, didn't he? Do not remember where he turned blue. (laughs) There were so many of these movies that have been forever. I was telling these guys yesterday, I was like, when when I got this list, I was like, hey, I'm rewatching everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Did not happen even remotely. He fought the guy from um, Easy Rider. Dennis Hopper? No, the other one. Peter Fonda. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he play Mephisto? One of these days. One of these days. <laughs> Mephistio. Mephistio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the morose little kid from <laughs> who, who <laughs> I would get <could> say it. <laughs> Metastopheles. <laughs> this is what happens when you learn how to read by yourself and no one helps you on words as you are raised pretty much by yourself. I just want to point that out. <laughs> but yeah, I get Ghost Rider Con in 2007, a year before Iron Man. Yeah. So that was like us growing up with Dolph Lundgren's Punishers. Like, it's the best we got. Oh, we yeah. just like, yeah, all right, mean, Nicolas Cage is going to be Ghost Rider. Fine, we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, I would probably say when, you, when it comes to ranking these, a lot of these were probably, in my opinion, higher on the list if they were rewatchable. Okay, so Ghost Rider probably made it down lower on the list because I may have watched it maybe once or yeah. twice. So that was kind of my tiebreaker. If I couldn't quite decide between two, I'd be like, okay, if these were both on TV right now, which one would I flip to? Yeah, which one would I have any interest in watching a second time? 
All right, moving on, number 43. A little bit of disagreement with this one. It's Green Lantern from 2011, our next Ryan Reynolds appearance. I think I'll say, I... Cliff, I'll just say quickly, Cliff ranked as highest at number 22. UDC <laughs> fan. Uh, everyone else was... <laughs> okay, here's, here's my thing with Green Lantern, is anything in that movie that had the whole core in it was awesome. Yep. Like, to perfection. Yeah. Everything else sucked. Well, I can I disagree with you briefly? On that? <laughs> <laughs> can I utterly, totally disagree? <laughs> My problem with that movie was okay. Like, what, you know, I'm not a huge DC guy. I'm not a huge Green Lantern fan. I know a little bit, you know. So I, I turn that movie on and I think, okay, it's about a hotshot jet pilot meets an alien. I can get into this. That movie starts, and the first two minutes of that movie is. There's a thing in a in a thing. There's a million aliens, and there's a different core. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like a, a person walking into a movie theater doesn't know anything about Green Lantern. Does not want to see Larfleas in the first thirty seconds of a of a Green Lantern movie. <laughs> I, I didn't know what on earth they were they doing. They talk about willpower and yeah. And, and, it's like no, just the show me Ryan Reynolds being funny, and then and give me an alien and some cool battles, and then at the end of the movie. The core shows up. You're like, whoa! There's a bigger world than this. Now I want to see a sequel. Nobody wants to see a sequel now. I can tell you that much. <laughs> they did a whole thing backwards, and I'm annoyed about that. He's that would have been the Marvel method, but DC just throws everything on <laughs> the screen. This was notoriously a movie that was made without a. Uh, well, everybody signed on before there was ever a script, so it was very thrown together. You're assuming there was a script. That's <laughs> well, right. Admittedly, the whole parallax was horrible. This big yeah. yellow cloud, and that I think is what ruined a lot of the movie for most people. Ryan Reynolds was I was okay with. Now this is pre Deadpool, so he wasn't my first choice. But okay, we're gonna go with all digital, a digital suit, which sounds like a good idea. Now we know maybe not the greatest idea, mm-hmm. but Green Lantern's a tough thing to do. Now, like, the constructs and and little things like that, were, I thought were great. Um, and how how he built those. I was perfectly okay with that. Um, my big takeaway, honestly, is the end of the movie and just him saying the oath and throwing him into the sun. I, that's the best part of the movie. And that's what, when I think of that movie, that's I think more of that just him making cool things and it looked kind of cool and throwing parallax into the sun. Uh, did I have this lowest? Uh, yes, you did. Because I, I almost put it dead last. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was like, it's not worse than Catwoman. Like, there were a few I had <laughs> yeah, to put in yeah. front. But my initial thought was to put it dead last. Saying, okay, twenty eleven in the year 2011, we watched Captain America the First Avenger, Thor, X-Men First Class, and Green Lantern. I said, that's, like, we're to the point DC should have figured it out by then, and they made such a mess of it. I just, to punish them, I wanted to put it at the bottom. <laughs> <That'll>, <laughs> think that'll about teach what you've them. done. That'll you sit there at the bottom of my list and think about what you've done. I hated the villain. I think, I mean, I... I Which one? Uh, we had three again. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> another origin story. Help me out. Uh, Parallax. Yeah. yeah. I, You know, I had read plenty of Green Lantern. Not a whole lot, but plenty of Green Lantern to understand what Parallax was, and... I did not like the way they used Parallax in that movie at all. I think that's why I, uh, it's pretty low on my list as well. I'm curious when we get to the next one to see if I group my cloud villains together. 
I just remember it was Blake Lively in that, yeah. right? She yeah. was terrible. Like it, I just remember vividly thinking well, it he stuck out how te- so. how ter- well she was a terrible actress in that movie for sure. But I did really like um was it Mark Strong? The guy that played he, Sinestro. Yeah, Sinestro yeah. Was good. thought he was great. Yeah, dead on. Yeah. But then, what, Peter Sarsgaard is a great Oscar-nominated actor, and he was Hector Hammond yeah. with a giant mutant forehead, like, mental powers. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, number 42 is Hulk. This is the 2003 uh, Eric Bana. Oh, wow. Ang Lee. Yeah. Ang Lee. Jordan had so, this ranked higher. Than so people like Incredible Hulk more than... Yes. 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 Edward Norton over this one? Easy. I mean, okay. we all agree. <laughs> Jordan, why, Jordan, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> Easy. This should not even be. Jordan, continued. why did you like this? I, I, it, it was, it wasn't good. It was too, way too long. It was over dramatic. It was kind of silly. But it, like, you know, Ang Lee's a great director. Like, he tried something new and uh, Hulk dogs. The more I think oh, about I it, never mind. I'm with you guys. <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> Hulk dogs. I just really didn't like Incredible Hulk very much, so maybe that's why. Well, we got to talk about that then when that comes we'll get, up. We'll get there soon, I'm sure. All right, number 41. This is one of the newer ones on the list. Is X-Men Apocalypse from 2016. Ouch. So yeah, sad. everyone had this one pretty low. I have actually not seen this one. Well, because I know the storyline of what's involved in that whole... Like, I, I guess like that, that had to do a lot with my ranking if I knew what storylines the movie was from. And they just butchered so much crap. It just was so... Like, I felt the movie was completely horrible. I didn't like anything about it. Yeah, it seems kind of the same thing with Days of Future Past, where they, they take a title of a story mm-hmm. and just kind of do something Which, different. Oddly enough, I kind of like that one, but not Apocalypse. I hated it. Do you saw Apocalypse? No. No? Okay. I I didn't hate it, but yeah, it's just kind of it just kind of mishmashed with all the other X movies. I remember, well, first I was thinking Apocalypse was one of the stories you really liked in the comics. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and I remember you saying you didn't hate this movie when you, right after you saw it. You said you had a couple of nice things to say about Archangel. I, yeah, I think I was the only one who had yeah, we were going to yeah, do a whole were, episode, and yeah. I was the only one that had seen it, so it was just me. Have you done Age of Apocalypse yet on source material? As a matter of fact, we did. It was uh, just earlier. I think it was sometime in the summer because we were celebrating. Oh, I don't know if that was. If that was a certain amount of years since the original story, I'm, I'm thinking, did it come out in '96? Because it'd been 20 years then. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, so, uh, yes. And was it anything like the story? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> now, the the Age of Apocalypse storyline in the comics was just tremendous. I loved that. That was a lot of a lot of great stuff. Wolverine, no hand, and old stubs, or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, but I, I've seen Marvel Studios take a title like Civil War and make it completely different. And it's really good. Good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we've just seen these X-Men movies do the exact opposite so many times that I have no desire to go and spend money on a ticket for. To me, the only thing that was good in that movie was them showing Professor X in the psychic realm that is you see predominantly in the comic book a lot when he's battling people. Mm-hmm. Like that to me, like had to like they're they're actually referencing the Shadow King. They took that storyline where he's battling or trying to battle Apocalypse and that movie is taken right from the Shadow King. and But it was nice to them attempt to see that, which you've never seen in the movies before. I, I'm just, because you're bringing this up, um, 
Comic Book Girl 19, if you don't know who that is on YouTube, she does mm-hmm. um, epic history of the X-Men. Volumes 1, 2, and 3 are all on YouTube for free, and they are unbelievable. She just loves the material and goes through the stories, explaining them with you know all kinds of art and doing voices over it and stuff. It's really good. Oh, that's cool. All right, moving on. Number 40 is Punisher Warzone. Ooh. From 2008. Now, this one, most people had this kind of at the bottom of the list. I will say, Michael had this one pretty high. Yeah, I did. Jesse had this one a little yeah. higher, so you two seem to like that. It's because of, it's very authentic. To, like, I thought this was the most comic book version of the Punisher that we've seen. Absolutely. Very true to the character. I thought it was a decent movie, and I thought the per- person cast as Punisher was way better than Thomas Jane. And I thought it was more like it reminded me of like a Steve Dillon comic book and um, who wrote it during that time? Garth Ennis. Garth, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, the violence. Yeah, it's so taken to a next level in there. And you, I mean, it in my opinion blew the original. Well, blew Dolph Lundgren away, no problem. <laughs> but it it blew the Punisher out of the water. I, I think Warzone was. Uh, I, I don't remember watching that and going, this is stupid. But the thing is, is that with The Punisher, you got to write a good story to make people, you know, in, enjoy the film. And I, you know, I some of the characters in the actual, the Thomas Jane Punisher, I, I think Kevin Nash was in that. That's the Russian. And then I didn't take that. I didn't like that. Now, for some reason, the villains in Warzone and you know, just the way the Punisher was dispatching them went pretty nicely. Um, it it easily a, gets my Jigsaw was the villain. I want to say Jigsaw was yeah. the villain, but I can't. It's was been it tra- a while. I just remember now Travolta was in the first one, right? Yes, yes. yes. Okay. that takes it down a few. Times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, when I saw Warzone, I think I've only seen it once. The only history I had with the Punisher was the Thomas Jane movie, which I liked. The Thomas Jane movie. Of course you would. <laughs> so you didn't you didn't like this one? I did not like this one at all. Okay. But I had, you know, I, nothing on the Punisher at all or no history with the character at all. Sure. I just like Thomas Jane way better than I like this one. Yeah, I think the guy that was the actor in this was from, uh, uh, it was some HBO. Ray something. Something He's or other. also a character in the Thor movies. Is he? Okay. All right. Well, it's not Ray Stevens, the singer. Ray Parker Jr.? (laughs) (laughs) Not the singer. I'm just thinking. Stevenson. Stevenson. He's the large guy in the um, Thor and the Trio. Paul Paul Stevenson. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say he was on some HBO show. To like as a like the Roman HBO show or something. Black Sails. No. no. Rome. Uh, Spartacus. Was that, that that might be Rome. it. Rome. Rome. Mm-hmm. Rome. Anyway, I this I'm just realizing this is kind of like the Spider-Man movies to me. The reboot. Like I really like Andrew Garfield and and Emma Stone. That's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like I like a lot of stuff about the sequels, but I think the first ones are written and directed better. So I think. I like the story from the first Punisher and the directing, but if you could put those actors in that, like, if you took both, if you combined, like, the, the fly, you, got a movie you put there. them both in a, in a transporter and zip them to the future. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. <laughs> Moving on. From the it Punisher. doesn't, but it's nice of you to say something. <laughs> All right, we're in to number 39. This is 
Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer from 2007. I have mixed feelings about this version of Fantastic Four because I feel it was most mostly authentic to the characters, but this one Galactus, that's all I gotta say, is like like Silver Surfer was awesome, like that was the yes. highlight. And then Galactus was like what killed the whole movie. Did I have this higher than the original? You, you had it. You were the highest of the group for this one. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you had it higher. Yeah. yeah, you had it higher than the original. I, I, the visuals, I think, is now this was Cloud Galactus, or was yeah, that yeah. okay? Because the Cloud Galactus show up at the end of the first one, or is that something else? I swear Galactus uh, showed up at the end of the first one. But anyway, okay. Regardless. The visuals of the Silver Surfer, I think, were, I mean, just something that I really enjoyed at the time. Um, and I'll watch it again if it's on, for some reason, this is one I'll watch again with no problem if it's on, uh, if it's on TV. Um, and I put it above, the only thing I think puts it above the original is, the fact that we get a little bit of, a little bit more Marvel cosmic in the way Silver Surfer acts. Now, with Doom take, I think this is where Doom tries to take his power, which that's, that's classic comic book stuff right there. Yeah, cool Doom. Doom. That Doom all over. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I think this, in, in my opinion, that's, uh, it's a little bit better than the first one. Though I think I've ranked it a lot higher than the first one, so I might be, I might be a lot different than what this room thinks here. <laughs> All right, number 38 is Amazing Spider-Man 2. So this is the uh, Andrew Garfield. Jamie Foxx, right? Jamie Foxx, yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, Teasley had this. Now, I know we're yeah, not talking had, about it. He had a top five. I, I, he was worried. I'll <laughs> <laughs> right. give him crap because I can't. He's on my podcast. Here it comes. Set. Here it comes. <laughs> I'm not going to criticize you on your top five. <laughs> only, I'll only do that to Michael. I, I'll say I, I like that moment. What he, you know, he was talking about the Gwen Stacy storyline. Yes. When she falls and, and, you know, he shoots the web after, and right when she gets to the bottom, it's like she bounces off the ground. Oh. There's like a crack sound. I mean, I remember liking that moment. The people in the theater when I saw that gasp, like audibly, yeah. like, that rarely like, happens. Have people ever read a comic? Well, yeah, it's like, well, even if you know it's coming, right. it's still I wasn't expecting violent. that. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really well yeah, shot. To, that to nail that kind of iconic mm, moment. Yeah, very well done. And I, I like, yeah, like, I like that actor and actress. I, it just, the movie itself doesn't hold up compared to a lot of this other stuff, but I did like the movie. Yeah, you you did have movies. it ranked higher than anyone. I yeah. mean, not super, See? It wasn't super high, but yeah, you right. had it ranked higher than anyone. Is there any other villain or was it just Electro? Rhino was in it, uh, oh, Paul yeah. Giamatti, but like, it, he was like in the one. beginning for two minutes and at the end. Oh, that is a great scene where the little kid comes out in the costume. Oh, yeah. That's another that's, good movie. Yeah, that is. This isn't a bad movie. To me, what ruined that movie was Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Like, it just, no. <laughs> Not a, he's a fine gentleman. A fine gentleman. <laughs> not, not, not in this movie. <laughs> not this movie. Like, to me, like, this went back to Joel Schumacher's Batman. Like, he, like, it's like he watched all his Batman movies. Yeah, he was playing an Adam then, West villain. Uh, he yeah. was so over the top. Yeah. I don't like, that's not Electra's character at all. I think I marked this as I didn't watch it on my list, but my, I'm pretty sure my son was watching it, and I probably caught most of it. And 
and it's another one of those villains that I agree take took me out of the picture. And Paul Giamatti in a robot rhino that was really. They had the the barbed wire tattoo across his forehead. Come on, I'm supposed to take that seriously? Uh, Still better than Tobey Maguire though. (laughs) All right, moving on. Number thirty-seven is. The original Fantastic Four from 2005. Okay. So pretty close to the, to the sequel. Here. It was hard to separate some of these movies yeah. and their sequels. Like, yeah, but I didn't like those. <laughs> I had them at 36 and 37. And yeah, nobody really likes these movies, but I'll give them credit. Are These are probably the only movies on this list that are rated PG. I, I was going to say the exact same thing. These yeah. are just, like, family films. They are, They're yeah. not meant to be dark and brooding. Like. Yeah. They, they tried They're that, at least. Kind of, they tried to be just kind of fun and comic book. Yeah, I mean, I, I give them a little credit for that, at least. Yeah. I, I like the Fantastic I like Michael Chickness yeah. had a good, you know, good thing, voice, so I... I think Alba was the only one that was miscast in that movie. Like, I thought they all did a fine job with what they had, and so... I actually really like that guy that played Mr. Fantastic. I thought he played him very well. <laughs> Has he What's played anything since? Oh, my Probably God. Probably not. <laughs> Yeah, he was on a TV show. Ian Gruffold. Uh, I remember that. Wow. Some time after time or forever show. You missed the opportunity to have Mike try to perform. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't have Welsh name. Doctor Doom. No. Incorrect. Poorly done. Yeah. Poorly cast. Poorly conceived. That guy from Charmed. The yeah, best the, the villain, bad guy from Charmed, right? The best villain in the Marvel Universe has never been done justice on screen. So. All right, moving on. Bit of a controversy on this next one, okay? This is the number 36 movie, and we have our first top 10 ranking from someone. Whoa! <laughs> okay. Whoa. Who could it be? This is Michael's number 7 film. <laughs> I love wow. this. It is from what 2006. Is it? it is Superman Returns. Ah, uh, <laughs> I should have guessed that. Yeah. I laughed when I ranked that. Does it put you to sleep every night? Is that is that why you like it so well? Put it on. I can talk about Brandon Ruth and uh, you know Roth. Whatever. Oh, wait a second. Are you sure? Yeah. When it comes to when it comes to Superman, (laughs) okay, we'll give it. Who had it lowest? Who had it lowest? Uh, I want to hear them argue. Michael lowest was Jesse, but pretty much everyone was down in like the forties, and then Michael had it. You have to understand when this movie came out. I had my son's bedroom painted in Superman colors. I had the border of the Superman symbol. This was a this movie was such a love letter to the Superman movies that I grew up on that I had to rank this so high. Like I think Brandon Roth did a great job. Like yeah, there's faults with it, but just because it's such a love letter to the Richard Donner classic movies, I have to rank it high. And this is the First Superman movie we had for how many years? I mean, and there it, was a bit of a not long enough. And that's the thing is, I like I have a special thing in that with that because I shared it with my youngest son Jordan and he loved it too. So yeah, you guys can all kiss my ass. <laughs> well, I, I can, I just remember sitting there going, "Is there anything that's going to happen in this movie that's?" He know, doesn't throw a punch, and there's nothing. And that wasn't the worst part. <laughs> I didn't understand the entire storyline. He goes away for no reason. Nobody knows what happened to him. He just disappears. Super baby. Yeah, Super and then he comes baby. back and, oh, I'm back. And nobody asks any questions. Here's Clark. He's back. The only thing I remember from that movie is, like, what I think is the only good part of that movie. It's, uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Brandon James Ralph, pronounced like South. 
Carry on. <laughs> no, so the, it, it, You'll a, get him Monday. <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene where he uh, saves the airplane or whatever. Yeah. And it was right really there. exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, they got they there nailed, we go. They nailed Superman. There it is. And that's about four minutes of yep, the two That was movie. it. And nothing else in that movie that happened was. I didn't even like Kevin Spacey in this movie. Yeah, he's, he's usually a great actor. As Lex Luthor, uh, well, I guess trying too hard. Yeah, to it, it was just chewing up yeah, scenery. That's what I, I was like. This is I can watch Gene Hackman on this other movie that came out twenty years ago, before this one or something, you know. But go ahead, Michael. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, that's what I was just gonna say. Like he's playing that same character that, again, if you compare it to the Richard Donner movies, it's just a continuation. Yeah, he's got some crystals for his lands. Yeah, something. <laughs> and, yeah. Wow. Like I mean, the the storyline's ridiculous. Stuff is popping up like, awful. if I remember right, like stuff's popping up out of the ocean or something. And, and yeah, I mean, hey, Lois is married. She's got this kid. I'm his. What year? What year was this? It was 2006. So this was after Batman Begins. <laughs> so if it had been before mm-hmm. that, and DC was just starting, but <laughs> see what Sorry, everything well, like you guys are ago, saying. He was, he was. Uh, we're holding it up to Iron Man, but not, yeah. not this. <laughs> in a DC universe, if you already had you. Batman Begins, you should have a wow. No, we were probably all expecting Superman Begins, like a mm. new take. Yeah. And this was not it. This was like a retro look back instead of a look forward. Everything right. you guys are saying right now is the reason why we have Batman versus Superman. Like about is that how much good or bad? <laughs> well, <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, because I'm saying like how everyone like hated or saying how much they disliked Superman Returns oh, because it was we all have cold, shriveled hearts. Oh, this is what we did. That's what you guys deserve. I, I'll, I'll take that criticism. You're right. We, we 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 saw hope and bright light, and we said no thanks because <laughs> because money wise, that movie did very well and actually did garner a sequel, and then they shelved it. You're not wrong. Yeah. Right, before we move on, Ralph Superman, Ralph Adam. What's what's your choice there? I like him as Adam, but okay. I the whole time I see him, it's the you same still character. see Superman. It's the same character, like he's playing. Like I'm not saying he's got great acting chops, but he does one dimension. All right. Yeah, that was that was the second biggest gap between the the highest mm. ranking and the lowest. That's ranking. pretty so big. That, that yeah, like, coming from big. Michael, though. I mean, I'm he's, glad he's there, there's one so. wider. I'm excited yeah. to hear what that yeah. is. Alright, uh, next at number 35 is the original Punisher. Uh, we already talked about it a little bit. Cliff had this one ranked highest at number 13 overall. Ooh. So this was a pretty big gap too because it went down to number 43 was the lowest for Michael, so. <laughs> I didn't even, I've never even seen that, so. Yeah. We already talked about that one a bit, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. John Travolta, it. moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, number 34 is Blade 2. And might as well say Whoa, number, wait, hold on. Okay, I'll say number 34, Blade 2, number 33, Blade Trinity. So okay, we can talk I was going to say, there's the no time. way Blade 2 is worse than Blade 3. So but the same, uh, about the same. Yeah. Ballpark. Which I actually, I think I had Blade Trinity ranked higher than Blade 2. I did Blade too. Two. My, Michael, yeah, Michael ranked Blade Trinity really highly. Number seventeen. I'm, oh, another Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say uh, Ryan Reynolds is one of the, <laughs> that. Like, let, let's go back too. and discuss that for. Well, we'll get when we get there. All that's another side story. Who did who did he fight in, in vampires? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert! <laughs> but he was the, the Blade big baddie. Two had like 
he teamed up with the they're, they're even like worse vampires who had mm-hmm. scary. Oh, and the, and the yeah, they opened okay. up. Like I hope you guys can see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he hung out. He got some help from uh, what's the uh, Hellboy? What's his name? Ron, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman okay. and that kind of stuff. Okay. And Blade Three was Dracula. Yeah, yeah. And he got help from the Night Stalkers, Ryan Reynolds, and Jessica Biel. And see again that well, well when we get to Trinity I'll say a while later. We're on we're on, we're on Trinity. Trinity. Right next to each other. Yeah. Right next oh, right okay. Next, yeah. Well with Trinity, I like that because I when um there was a time during the nineties when the Night Stalkers all became real popular during the Midnight Sun storyline. So I liked seeing those and of course actually yeah, man crush on Ryan Reynolds. I like even designed my facial hair for a very long time based on his facial wow. hair. Wow. From that movie. I'm not going to I swear to God it's wonderful. There's pictures. Get, the list right? out. Get that list out. Put it down. And I, 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 Ryan I, Reynolds facial hair. Ladies everyone stopped him on the street like oh, not the Hannibal King. <laughs> and I and I think that started my session of like I would like to look like that. And we we're see where we're at. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> Adding to the the man crush <laughs> But of course, like he has that. Um, Hello, my name is Fu. I was like, that's great. It's got Parker Posey in it. I mean, I really enjoyed that movie. Sorry, it also had Patton Oswalt. Yeah, and I know he has said in interviews before, like he used to really hate bad movies. He's like, after I've been in one, he's like, I really, people on set are trying really hard. It just doesn't always come together. But like, Ryan, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes was so like method. He's like, I never met Wesley Snipes. He just acted like Blade all the time. Wow. He, he just thought he was Blade coming out of his trailer. So he. That was like the way you say Blade. <laughs> I, I try to, I, I patterned my life after Chris Christopherson yeah. from Blade. 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 <laughs> But two, yeah, two, they have the, the bombs that are like UV light. Uh-huh. And they throw a bomb down a tunnel and like the light chases them around the, cr- I was like, that's not how light works. The, the, <laughs> I, I, I did like the whole Blade series. Like, I felt like it did do a good job of updating the Dracula vampire mythos and, and adding a lot of extra things to it. And I will say, I actually, to dig my hole deeper, I even had the uh, Blade Trinity soundtrack that I played continuously. It, what? Like th- this is the first one on our list, 1998. This, yeah, we said this kind of started. It was a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. No one put any money into it. No one cared. They just kind of dumped it out. Uh, well, that's the first Blade. That's what ranked. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, Thank this started something. I yeah, know. I mean, little did they know, a little bit of glitter, and they would have ha- really had oh. something there. <laughs> Wow. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Number 32 uh, is Daredevil from 2003. Huh. Red leather. This is one that we almost all ranked it exactly the same. <laughs> like, there were no, you know, no one had it ranked really low. No one had it ranked really high. I think we all agree it meant. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, like, the Daredevil character to me, I thought was fairly faithful to the comic book version. Oh, it took tons from the comic book. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was right after the Kevin Smith run, the Brian Bendis run. Like, they took images right out of there. and They tried to be very characters. faithful to yeah. it. Yeah, there were yeah. things about this movie I really, I remember really liking. Not everything, but there were, there were parts I really liked about it. But then, like every comic book has to, they take stuff from the movies. Mm-hmm. So from then on, 
Bullseye has had a target carved in his forehead and has looked stupid since the early 2000s. I feel like this is a movie where, you know, really bad comic book movies, it's not like Daredevil. I, it probably gets more hate than it deserves. Like I said, it was it was from a, a time long ago. Mm-hmm. It was pre-Iron Man. They tried. It, it's not the worst movie. It's not the best movie, but it's not the worst. Michael Clark Duncan was the kingpin, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he, did, he, did, he did a good job in that one. I also had the soundtrack to this one. What's remember the best track off that soundtrack? Well, actually, Nickelback was on there. Oh, so. <laughs> but I remember. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you gave up on Ryan Reynolds and model, decided to model your life after Mark, Michael Clark Duncan after a while. That would be rude. But. Start walking with a cane. <laughs> it's all good in the hunker bunker. <laughs> all right, let's let's move on. Number 31, hey, we have our first MCU entry, Incredible Hulk from 2008. So this is the like lowest rank of the, of the 13 huh. uh, MCU Marvel movies. Uh, yeah, did, Mike, this come, Mike, did this come out after Iron Man or before? I think right after. They okay. both came out in 2008, but yeah, I think Iron Man was first. And, okay. and I believe they kind of shoehorned in Tony Stark yeah, just to make okay. it part of the universe. So yes. That ending scene, Tony Stark comes in and talks to at the bar. Uh, General Ross. Yeah. So yeah, Michael and Cliff were in complete agreement. I had this one ranked tw- number 25, both of you. Jordan had it ranked lowest. I like this one because it gave more depth to the Bruce Banner character. I think like what Ang Lee tried to do with Bruce Banner, he didn't achieve where I feel like Edward Norton tried to bring that more into of him trying to stay calm and work around it. And not to mention this has the best Stan Lee cameo of all the movies. Remind me. He's he he drinks um like this green soda that he's working in a factory and it's got a drop of his blood so it makes him very sick is Is ferrigno in this one too does he make it he's a security guard that's the thought yeah ferrigno's in it so (laughs) i thought he was great as a bruce banner because like right around that time i was reading the hulk comics and i felt like he did great as Bruce Banner, and I like the Hulk. It looked like the Hulk should look. Yeah. I'm, I think I would probably give it negative points for the Abomination and that whole kind of plot line. If I remember right, the Abomination is – was he drinking something too? Yeah, he took the Captain America Super Soldier serum, okay. but it wasn't like – it was what they came up with based off of it. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's a blue liquid. I'm a big fan of Edward Norton. I mean, big fan of of any usually just about anything he's in. Um, uh, so you know him portraying Bruce Banner was that was it was tops on my list. I mean, at least I don't know about tops, but it was it was up there because I I respect Edward Edward Norton that much. And yeah, you know, Mark Ruffalo has been a great Hulk, but I, I think we were all kind of bummed that Edward Norton was going to leave, but everyone's kind of forgotten him now. Yeah, that Ruffalo's yeah. taken over. Yeah, I just didn't like. It was like a half-hour fight scene between Hulk and Abomination, and the effects just weren't there yet. Yeah, so it looked like a cartoon. It was basically just an animated feature, and it was like just put it out as an as a cartoon. We could watch that, and it wouldn't waste all the time. <laughs> All right, we're up to number 30 on the list. Pretty big gap in this one as well. 
Same from earlier. This is Man of Steel from 2013. Michael, of course, had it ranked higher than anyone. <laughs> I had it ranked lowest. Man of Steel. What do we Go ahead. I I like the Man of Steel. I I feel like he did a great job as the act, like being Clark Kent and Superman. And I felt like they tried to do a, a much deeper type Superman. And I I spent forty hours on a freaking poster I hand drew based off of this movie. So even though I hate Batman versus Superman so much, like I thought it was a great starter Superman movie. The camera moved too much. Zoom in, zoom out. Zoom in, yeah. zoom out. Zoom it in, was zoom very out. shaky constantly. I, I, I had to start watching it about four times because I kept falling asleep. So that's a notch against it. Yeah, I just – the whole ending, just like destroy the whole city for 45 minutes. Like that just, we covered. Kind of zoned out at that point. I just didn't did – nothing Crow. for me. We actually covered the source material on source material for this book uh, or for this movie, which was uh, Earth One, I think, Superman Earth One, um, <clears throat> and it was, you know, very. They, you could tell they took that straight from the comic. The world engine pounding into the Earth and bringing it back, you know. And I agree with you. I think it is a good starter. It's a great start to the. I think it's a good start to the DCU because we got and now we've got. You know, this is the same world that Batman versus Superman falls into. I'm very surprised that it got ranked lower than Batman versus Superman. I so. am too. So yeah. I, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But anyway, uh, me too. It's just Zack Snyder fundamentally misunderstanding a character, which I'm, we will get to it later. There'll <laughs> <laughs> be plenty of opportunities. But to the talk m- about the way Monpa Kent acted, uh, you know, hating humans and t- teaching him to disregard them, and down to snapping Zod's neck, just. It just wasn't Superman to me. There there could have been many redeeming qualities, but it missed such a core thing. I couldn't like it that much. This movie was so controversial that my network actually did the the network. The Radish. radish, Radishes and Broccoli. Thank you. Um, (laughs) They did a – Mark Radish himself (laughs) uh, did a podcast uh, in defense of the Man of Steel. This is like two or three years after the movie dropped. (laughs) All right. And then uh, our our good buddy Gavin Napier, who is, by the way, one of the biggest uh, Ryan Reynolds fans. Fans that I know, uh, he Those took fighting off. words, Michael. <laughs> he took. We're going to start a club. What he, kind of facial hair did he have? <laughs> he took on the uh, the case against. So I mean, this is. And what, here's the problem with the movie: is it's a starter Superman. It's not the finished product Superman that we know and love. And if Batman versus Superman had picked up on that, it would have made Man of Steel better in retrospect. Yes, if they had said. I, I can't believe I acted this way. I, I have a lot to learn, but it didn't. It ignored all that and just kept it on that same path. So, I when I first saw Man of Steel, I thought that was my hope was the sequel would redeem it by giving him more of a character arc, but it didn't. So, do you think you would like Man of Steel better if Batman and Superman was different? Very much, yeah. Well, you said it's it just his first step. So we, it's not Man of Steel's fault. It's Batman versus Superman. <laughs> it's it's a whole cumulative <laughs> Zack Snyder sandwich. <laughs> Alright, moving on to number 29. This is the largest gap that we have between rankings. This was Jesse's number six movie. He already knows what's coming. (laughs) It is Constantine from 2005. Yes. Michael had this lowest. Way low. Everyone else was just kind of in the middle, but 
And you know what? It's because of the TV show. Like, it was so much more faithful to the comic book version. Like, the actor that played in the TV show did such a better job than Keanu did that, I like, I can't... It's... It, it, I just... It's not Hellblazer. It's not Constantine. It's... Nope. Can't do it. Okay. All right. So, coming... Defend yourself. Yeah. <laughs> coming from... Coming from the guy who watched Constantine, Constantine as somebody who had no idea it was a comic book property for, you know, going into this movie. Matter of fact, I think I, I had no idea about Hellblazer. I knew about the comic, but I didn't know the main character was, you know, Constantine. Um, well, number one, he has blonde hair. Okay. Well, I go into I go into I go into this movie and he and, smokes a lot. Okay. Well, I think we got that one in the movie at least. Um he, but we go into the I go into the movie fresh off the boat, man. Have no idea what's going on and I absolutely loved it. I, I mean, this is one that I've easily watched probably 3 or 4 times and I'd love to watch again. Um uh, because there's there isn't anything in there that I went in with preconceived notions about. Uh, so I guess as a person who, you know, doesn't know anything about the history, they did a good job putting a product out there that someone like me could enjoy. Now, there's a lot to that story that really speaks to me. I mean, when we're talking, uh, you know, gods, demons, religion, you know, the apocalypse, all, all that stuff is, you know, the spear of destiny, all that stuff is wrapped into that story. And I dug it. That's something that I really enjoyed. So that's why it made top ten for me. Mm-hmm. Where did you have it at? It was low. Mike had a forty-seven. You had a forty-five. Okay. So you were very low too. Yeah. Jordan was at nineteen. So you had it ranked pretty highly as really? well. So. I I was a huge Hellblazer fan for a while. I always loved Swamp Thing. Just loved the character of John Constantine. So when that first came out, I was kind of that saying, "Oh, it's Keanu." He should be British. He should be blonde. And then I watched. It's like, meh, still Keanu, blah. And then, like, a couple years later, I, I heard someone defending it. And I was like, you know, maybe I didn't give it a fair shake. So I watched it a second time, a little less of a chip on my shoulder. I was like, that was a fine movie. Like, it may not be the perfect Hellblazer or the right. perfect Constantine, but as a movie, it's, as I said, like a religious thriller, sci-fi fantasy thing. And it took, you know, one of the best stories ever where he gets cancer Mm-hmm. And has to make a deal with demons to you know to save himself from cancer, and is Constantine playing two sides against the other, equal disdain for heaven and hell. Like it, it, it nailed a lot of things right. Even though you said the that Matt Ryan from the show yeah. is hands down the best version we'll ever see, probably. But I yeah I, I enjoy the movie. It's fine. I, I would say if I if I went in it with Jesse's eyes, I would like the movie. It's it's just based. Solely on the comic book origins. This is probably the only movie on the list that I didn't have any idea as to what I was walking into when I watched it. So I didn't go to theaters to watch this. It's something I rented. And, I mean, I remember watching it at home going, oh, my gosh. I brought my friends over. You guys got to watch this movie. This is an awesome movie. I had no idea it was a comic book movie. Um, but, uh, yeah. I mean, was, another movie like Legion or something like that was – yeah, right around that same time that was trying to be similar to that. Like Legion that was... was afterwards, but you said you want to watch again, um, or would like to watch it again. Just tune into HBO any Tuesday about three a.m. <laughs> and it's it. on. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, that is their go-to movie at three a.m. 
Keanu's been some been a bad actor in some stuff too, and I don't I I don't knock him on this one. Um, he just wanted to be a superhero so bad. I remember like along that time, like not, Keanu's he's rumored to be in this role and this. Like I think he just wanted to be in a comic book movie. He, yeah, and he was one of the first. Like now every Oscar winner's in comic movies, but Keanu he was there from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number twenty eight, the newest flick on the list, Suicide Squad, from twenty sixteen. I had this ranked high. Uh, Cl- yeah, Cliff and yeah, Michael both had this one ranked pretty high. 15 and 19. Everyone else was... Uh, now, this is this is one of those ones I hadn't had the chance. I could tell you my daughter enjoyed it, but I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't tell you where she would rank it amongst the rest of the 52. Um, it had a, I mean, pretty good cast. I've heard you guys talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we did a whole hour about yeah. it. <laughs> we passed this show. out. The, the only reason why I have it ranked so high is because I just feel it's an enjoyable movie. You don't have it's. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to know anything about it. They tell you everything you need to know in the first five seconds, mm-hmm. and it's just a good. It's like re- opening movie. up a comic book, and here's a, here's a couple issues and. Right. I can see this one going up my list over the years mm-hmm. if I watched it on cable a couple times, or I can see it going down my list. Well, I, just to see how it ages. I really want to see the director's cut. All the stuff they cut out, I'd like to kind of gauge an opinion on on all of that. Is this going to be the? They're going to have a rated R cut for this one. Is that right? Am know. I incorrect? I don't know. Okay, I heard talk about it. Yeah. Okay. All right, number twenty-seven, Iron Man three. The only thing I liked about this movie was all the Iron Man suits. Like, that was... I was a huge Iron Man fan on and off over the years, but I always loved the different variations of the Iron Suit, and that was the only thing that I liked about this movie. I did not see the Ben Kingsley twist coming. <laughs> no, I like that, too. <laughs> I, like yeah, I was fine with that. I, I actually had this one ranked lowest. I mean, not, it was similar to some other folks. I I'm a, I'm a huge Guy Pierce fan too, so I thought yeah. he was great. I, yeah. I love Guy Pierce in that one. Um, but I don't know. Over, overall, I just thought it wasn't as good as some some of the other I'm, MCU stuff. I think I've had this. I had three above two on mine. I think. Um, so, but I mean, yeah, the effects with the all the Iron Man suits. Um, it's an MCU movie. His dealing with the. The fact of what happened in Avengers was cool too. Like his whole psychosis so that he was having the pro, or the, the, you know, the freaking out. That was pretty neat. But I mean, what was our villain in this one? Uh, extremist. The extremist guy. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Guy, the Mandarin, but not really the yeah. I thought it was an Iron Man movie. I mean, I was, mm. I'm okay there was with no it. ACDC. <laughs> that's right. Soundtrack, please. Um, the, uh, I felt like Robert Downey Jr. went a little bit over the top with his Tony Stark, and that just in that movie, I think he went just a little too far with some of his, you know, snarky comments and stuff, hanging out with that little boy. And it was things. the most Starky. Yeah, I was just like, Tony okay, Starky. Yeah. <laughs> too much Stark, like, not like what I did. Uh, yeah, well, I invited my friend KJ to this podcast, and he couldn't make it. He's the guy I occasionally do another podcast with, the Dog Eared Podcast. Um, and he said this would be his last movie. <laughs> 52. Wow. He hates Iron Man 3 so much wow. because of what they did to the Mandarin. Uh, mm. Yeah, because that's not the true Mandarin. Yeah. And he's, he's a huge fan of that villain. And, like, 
I can see people like, – there are people who can't get over that. I thought the twist was fine. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting modern take on terrorism and that kind of stuff. But there's people who do not agree with yeah. me at all. Yeah, that – we wanted to see something more from that from that villain. The twist, I – you know, I'm not going to argue because I thought it was okay, but – I wanted to see the Mandarin man. I wanted to see. I wanted to see the rings. You know, <laughs> so I can. I can identify with where KJ putting that at. All right, number twenty six is Batman versus. Superman. I was. Good. If it wouldn't have been, I was about to have a little fit. <laughs> then it's I was, was going to be yeah. like, who ranked this number <laughs> one, or what happened? We, so we I've got, got it way down. down. Yeah, Seth and Cliff both had this one pretty low. Uh, Jesse actually had this one highest at nineteen, not like nineteen to thirty three. Not a huge difference here. I will say I, I watched this one about two weeks ago. I, I did not see it in theaters, so you weren't missing I had not seen it until a couple <laughs> weeks back, and I went into it with very low expectations. You know, I, I tried not to read too much about it, but obviously I knew what the reaction to the movie mm-hmm. was, and it was better than I expected because I very low expectations going in, and I said, you know, that wasn't as bad as it could have been. And that's it my, wasn't great, but it was all right. That's my whole problem because I had such high expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Where was this on your list? Was this below Man of Steel or above? Uh, I think it was like around 25 or 26. So you like Man of Steel better than... Yeah. Okay. I agree. That's why I'm surprised yeah. it was so far mm-hmm. ahead of it. Yeah. I think I had it around 25 because it was... We finally got to see at least Batman versus Superman. So yeah. got a few points. That's the argument uh, I would make. You're not going to see that anywhere at any time probably in our <laughs> lifetime for the next probably 20 years on live action on the big screen yeah, the until reboot, they, they the, rebooted, the yeah. reboots are coming sooner so give it 10 years that's <laughs> I, I, where I feel like DC always stumbles when it comes to like you know building the franchises and stuff Jordan and I were laughing when I told him I'd watched it I, the movie is like Building to this great action climax, and there's literally a ten minute scene of Wonder Woman watching YouTube videos. That drove me nuts. Oh, it made me so mad. That yeah, that knocked it down the list for me. It wasn't terrible, but that knocked it way down. All right, let's move on. We're at the top twenty five here, gentlemen. Number twenty five is Thor: The Dark World from twenty thirteen. I actually like that one. And, yeah, everyone had this one ranked about the, about the same. No, no one was really. Mm. Yeah, it's, to me, just kind of an average Marvel movie. Like yep. it's not bad, but it didn't do anything to, to really wow me. Now, did you think this was better than the first one? Or no, I, I a lot of people don't like the first one, but I, I think it has charm. But I like the first one better. I think a few people had. I think Seth had this one ranked above the, the first, first one. one. Yes. Yeah. And yep. I'm, not sure if I'm pretty sure I didn't. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say I think this is just a serviceable. Thor movie. <laughs> I, my, when I watch, the, I always say this one. It kind of drags for about forty minutes. Yeah, and then he breaks Loki out of prison, mm. and all of a sudden we got ourselves a movie. Like yeah. I, I, I hate to like I hate that like put Loki in every movie because he's the best, but he kind of is. Mm-hmm. That movie drags until Loki shows up, and all of a sudden it's just cracking him. And uh, and the last uh, that last kind of fight action black hole grenade where they're uh, like dropping through the portals into other worlds and cars. I was like, that was really neat. I yeah. thought that was well done yep. too. So there there's some redeeming qualities. I like this one. All right, number twenty four, the Wolverine from twenty thirteen. This was the the next. Uh, yeah, Michael Michael had this one at number eleven, and Michael, I'm with you on this one. I, I had this one at seventeen. I um, thought this was Seth the- was right behind me, but. 
few of these fools, like Jordan and Cliff, <laughs> ranked it, and Jesse ranked it pretty low. I, I thought this was the most authentic Wolverine we've seen yeah. ever in all the movies. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah, it's just Wolverine in a, in a shirt in Japan fighting ninjas. Like, <laughs> what is your problem the, with this movie? Only it, it was a nice shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, most of the time he didn't have a shirt on. <laughs> to me, the only thing bad with this whole movie is the ending with him fighting the so, robotic yeah, silver yeah, samurai. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing yeah. that's bad about the movie. Everything yeah. else is pretty authentic to me. I felt like I liked the direction they finally were going with Wolverine in that movie. I think I was on overload, Wolverine overload by the time this thing came out. Just like, stop. He's only been it's in too 14 much. of these movies. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, wow. Yeah, and this right. was the most jacked we've seen him. Like he well, was it gets a little bigger every time. Well, I think I have the same kind of what Michael feels about Superman movies is you know, the Frank Miller Wolverine is one of my favorite comics of all time. So when I see Wolverine in Japan fighting ninjas, like, I want to see the best movie I've ever seen. And when it was kind of a disappointment, I just sort of wrote the whole thing off. Like, I'm sure there's great parts. I honestly don't know if I've watched it the second time after I saw it in the theaters. We needed, I mean, have we got Wolverine versus Sabretooth other than in X-Men? I mean, I think that happened in X Men, and that was it. We didn't get it in any well, of the Wolverine. The, what's his oh, name? Okay. Oh, okay, Liam. Liam. Um, okay, so yeah, we did. Never mind. Um, that happened in. Does that happen in the first? The first one. Origins. Origins. That's Origins. So, but the fact you don't even remember. Yeah. That he wow. Fought his arch nemesis. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is like, that that's I, pretty bad sign that it's not. You know, saving, they did just like Spider Man and the crappy Venom. Wolverine needs a great saber tooth. He's point. never got one. And and I had this one ranked lower than the first one, right? That's I don't know. I'm I'm guessing the only reason I ranked it lower is because of the villain. I didn't like I had the Silver Samurai and the way that they I have you know, I don't know Jack about Silver Samurai in the first place, but I mean what was he? It was like a robot or something. He's like yeah. a samurai, but he's like silver silver. <laughs> Well, anyway, I, I mean, I, that's probably why I ranked it lower than Origins, I would assume, because we had Sabretooth in the first one. How's that? I ranked it Even probably... I just forgot. I ranked it probably higher because I have an active dislike of Origins, and I don't really care about Wolverine, so... Yeah. I, well, I say okay. That's not we had origins at the bottom of the list. Wolverines at the middle of the list. Maybe uh, we can hope Lo- if we continue to trend. Maybe Logan will come out and be great, and it'll be at the top of the list. Uh, hurt my. <laughs> 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 All right, number twenty-three. Lack, severe uh, lack of Johnny Cash has been the problem that's in the Wolverine celebrities. Number twenty-three is X Men: Days of Future Past. Mm. Jesse had this one ranked fairly highly. You were at number eleven on this one. Everyone else had it kind of low. I think it's best the best X Men movie, in you're, my opinion. You're a time travel guy. Believe it or not, time travel. We had Bishop in this thing. <laughs> we had, uh, you know, other than them messing with, they had to send Wolverine back because obviously it's you know Hugh Jackman. Um, I, I mean, Quicksilver. Okay, the effects with that that whole Quicksilver scene where. You know, he's running around and he's taking out the cops and he's just having a good old time. Tremendous scene. That's probably one of the most iconic scenes that I can remember from that movie. Uh, but yeah, I mean, time travel. Come on. Uh, and this officially 
erased. I think this is the one that erased X3 out of existence. Yes. Okay, I should write that higher than that. Yeah, that movie ended with a giant apology, like, sorry about X3, everyone. Here we go again. I should hate this movie because I know all the storylines that involve what they're taking from, and I collected all them and was really passionate. But I actually enjoy this. I I think it's very well acted. I like how they combine the two universes together. Um, that yeah, it should probably get points for effort because it shouldn't work trying to combine the. T- it's become a joke. Which timeline are we in with the X Men? Yeah. But like the fact we've brought these young kids in and the old cast, like kudos for actually making that work in they, some yeah. cohesive way. Queens. Number 22, The Dark Knight Rises from 2012. Uh, this is Bane, right? This is Bane, yeah. Okay. I, I, yes. So Seth and I both had this one at number 16. Michael had it all the way down at 35. So Ooh. a little bit of a gap on this. Wow, one. sir. Is it because you just couldn't understand what Bane was saying? <laughs> Tell us, Michael. Tell us all about it. Well, between Bat, like by this time, I, like. I like the franchise of this Batman because it showed a more realistic Batman, but by this time I was just sick of Batman's voice. <laughs> oh, oh, and oh, that, that can take you out. I mean, if you really... I actually, I didn't mind. I think I I was okay. Like, no. Number one, number one rule. Wrong. Never, <laughs> you never see Batman versus Daylight. Like, the whole snow scene where you see Batman fighting Bane. Like... It just it it takes away from all the illusion of who Batman is and his character. Like he should always be in the dark at yeah. nighttime. It, it just strikes fear in the hearts of men. Yeah, and and yeah, you're right. You see him out fighting in the middle of that's all. There's a big. I mean, there's like this huge riot scene, and yeah. there he is in the middle of it. It's almost like you can't be like, okay, dude, there's 500 people around you. You're about to get your butt whooped. You need to get out of there. Do something. Hey, but of course, what shadows is it going to blend into? Exactly. exactly, he pulls his bat suntan lotion out of his utility belt, slathers <laughs> it on. He's good to go. Just his chin, though. Yeah, That's just the chin. I couldn't better. take the voice, dude. Yeah. I could not take it. I, and I can remember watching that first movie, going, "What in the world is going on here?" I understand you got to disguise yourself, and you don't want. But the likelihood that somebody is going to recognize your voice? Hey, you sound just like Batman. That's the one thing I loved about Batman versus Superman was that he had a voice modulator. And give you a, okay, all right, all right. That was the one thing. <laughs> <laughs> but what, was that the female in that was ta- was that Talia? Talia. Yeah. 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 I hated that completely. Yeah. I didn't like this movie. I just didn't. Uh, I think I had very high expectations after The Dark Knight, and this completely let me down in every way. It's tough to top that second yeah. movie. It really is. Like, I, I, there were so many things I wished they would have done different. Like, they could have taken the Dark Knight and even split it up and, like, and, and really made Two-Face the villain of the third movie. And and I thought it would have been a much better story arc as a whole, and, but it was just... Yeah, they combined a couple, like, the, the Earthquake storyline and the yeah. Bane story. Like, they took a few things from different pieces of source material mm-hmm. and kind of concocted the thing that didn't make a whole lot of sense, had some plot holes, and yeah, I think the biggest problem is that it wasn't up to Dark Knight standards, mm-hmm. so people weren't happy. Alright, number 21 is Iron Man 2. Huh. This one gets a lot of 
Whiplash. Yeah, this one gets a lot of uh, a, hard, a hard time. I'm, I I think I ranked this lower than three. Yeah, you Jesse was the lowest rank here. Cliff, he always has Iron Man and Iron Man. <laughs> I like this Switch movie. Spider Man and Iron Man. He ranks Spider Man <laughs> low. <laughs> but yeah, Cliff Cliff had it number twelve. So. Yeah, I was yeah. I was okay with this one. I I know it gets a lot of flack, but I honestly never really understood why. I, the villain's just kind of silly. It, a lot of these Marvel movies could stand with better villains. True, and they would be a lot better. But I don't think like when I'm going to a Marvel. Marvel film anymore. I'm not going for the villain. I, I They could throw anybody in there at this point, and I don't really care. But Iron Man has such great villains, and they pick Whiplash that has, comic book-wise, has the most ridiculous, over-the-top costume anyway. Like, I'm mean, not that they used it in the movie. The highlights of the movie was the briefcase armor. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Very cool. Uh, and we got to see War Machine, but that was about it. That was the introduction of Black Widow, too, in that one. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> War Machine. All right. War we've, Machine. We've hit the top 20. Number 20 is X-Men First Class from 2011. I tried to watch this twice. <laughs> I think I've, I've got to have it low. Yeah, Jesse's got it the lowest. Uh, Seth's got it the highest. I don't want to hate this movie, but I really enjoy this movie. I really like what because I feel like it's around the time that the X Men debuted. Like it's mm-hmm. debuted. I'm they, too. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, I don't know. I. I really love Michael Fassbender. Also Kevin Bacon. I think that I, that bumped it up my list a oh, little. Yeah. Bacon. That's yeah. right. He was the bad guy. Everything's better than Bacon. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, this is my favorite X Men movie so far. So. Uh, it's been so long since I saw a lot of these movies, but I remember really enjoying it coming out of the theater. I think surprised I, at what we were yeah, getting. Yeah, yeah. I really, I at the time when I went and saw it, I really liked it. I, I, I loved mean, the whole this time was the piece first of, of it. Those, yeah, the of way they placed modern, it in the context of the time period. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, um, this was the first suits. one since yep. uh, Last Stand, right? Right. Yeah. And so it was just such yeah. a breath of fresh air. It, it really was, and again, I think I was so burnt out on Wolverine at this point that it was like, ooh, and black leather, yeah, yeah, and black leather. Yeah, but. so I think all our expectations and desires were so low. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is pretty good. So we're all like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right, all right. Number nineteen is Amazing Spider-Man from twenty twelve. This is the first uh, Andrew Garfield. I really like Andrew Garfield as Peter. Par- like to me, this is the ultimate Spider-Man comic book line. And because I collected a bunch of those, and I thought he did those characters justice on both sides. Like I felt like he had the anatomy structure to perfectly achieve like Spider-Man like uh, poses, and I thought he did great as Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Whereas like even like the the jokes in it, I really enjoyed. Where I always thought like Tobey Maguire trying to do a joke was like forced, mm. where it felt much more natural coming from him. Yeah, we all rank this one pretty much exactly the same. Michael was the only one who was a little bit higher on this one. So. I, the only thing that really didn't do it for me in this movie was this is actually one of the first movies, first comic book movie, mind you, where I've looked at it and the CG took me out. Man. The CG lizard was just I I don't know why. I can remember taking my daughter to go see this. We were just it was her for her birthday and you know I went into it 
Amazing Spider-Man, yes, we're going to, you know, and a reboot, which, by the way, can we talk about, like, the the gap of time between reboots here? Uh, I think three months, happened. <laughs> yeah, it was three happened, and then we rebooted it. Well, actually, I guess you just say, let's just say from the first one. The first one came out in what, 2000, 2001, right? 2002. So we're talking eight, what was it, eight years? This was uh, twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Spider-Man three was 07. Yeah. Okay. But I want. I want. Yeah. From the first to the the first of the 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 three, and then this reboot. So there was. So a it good took at least five years between Spider-Man to Spider-Man three, and then five years from three to the reboot. To so. reboot, and then we're rebooting again. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. In seventeen, so twenty twelve to seventeen is another five years. So we're I, on the five year Peter Parker cycle. <laughs> how we tell time now? <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, what Spider-Man era were you born in? We <laughs> checked the farmer's <laughs> almanac. Well, that's what Marvel has said It's before. like the Chinese calendar, the rat and the chicken. Yeah. Oh, I'm the year of the Maguire. <laughs> that's what Marvel has said with their characters and like the, based off the Hulk movies. They figure out like if a movie's a flop, they can wait five years and make a new one and it'll do well. So yeah, this movie had great ingredients, great actors. Uh, Lizard's a fine villain that just didn't all cook properly like something got mixed up in the in the jump gumbo hmm I mean, metaphor i mean yeah everything from here on out is a good movie i mean yeah we're up to the top you know 18 here or so so i mean that you know it, yeah it's, it's mm. fine i don't it didn't make the top 10 but it was fine i thought it was <laughs> oh yeah well, say, please, no, this is, go ahead I mean, no i i, I you at least I'm watched a, it. As much yes. as you hate Spider-Man, you at least get a chance. I don't hate Spider-Man. It's you just, hate Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't hate Spider-Man. You hate Spider-Man. Just, I'm sure we have a recording somewhere of him saying, I, <laughs> I hate Spider-Man. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I thought it was a lot better than any of the Mo- Tobey Maguire movies. Well, all but one, maybe. Cool. Number 18 is Thor. Chick fil 2011. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I like, yeah, the, they were going in droves to Thor. <laughs> like, that's the way I felt. Like, yeah. I watched this movie, I was like, this is a chick flick movie. Like, I hated Thor. I did not yeah, like it I at all. This, this is a chick flick. Alright. We, we kind of talked about it. Yeah. Alright. Uh, the fish out of water stuff. Yeah. Chick flick. Trying to you know, throw in the cups on the... Like, there was the a destroyer. The destroyer showing up was. Here's my problem with Thor is he's not attached to any human being. Like, I would love Thor so much if he was attached to a personal counterpart. I don't you like mean, like, like a Donald Blake yeah, version. I would love oh, okay. it a hundred times more. Hmm. Too much eye candy. It's a chick flick. <laughs> so Chris Hemsworth not. On yeah, he is not. <laughs> trust me. I, Although ironically, his current fresh. facial hair is modeled after, <laughs> oh. after Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I, I do make a good Thor. All right, let's do. We're going to do the next two at the same time. So number seventeen is X Two X Men United, I guess it was called, and number sixteen is original X Men from two thousand. So back to back here. Well, I always thought people liked X2 way more than they were than X-Men. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised they're right there together. Well, I'll admit, I think I skewed the rankings on this one a little bit. I had the original X-Men at number four. Wow. Yeah. I just kept bumping it up my list. Hmm. And I don't know, I think for historical significance, maybe. I mean, this was, you know, Blade, I, I Mouse, but that. like, this was the first one, man. And I, you know... 
X Men is what I read as a kid. Yeah. When did X Men cartoon? Come out? 2000. 2000. So yeah, Blade yeah. beat it tech- yeah. technically the first one, but X Men was the first. Yeah. Like, blockbuster. I watched the X Men cartoon is what I watched as a kid. And I went to the movies and X Men was on the screen and it was awesome. Yeah. Does it hold up? Probably it doesn't. I don't know. But I, you know, you remember from that time period? It was like you know, remember those old Wizard magazines where they'd have like Ooh, who would be cast in a movie, yeah. and it yeah. was always like yeah, that'd be awesome if they ever made a movie of a comic book. That'd be crazy. How ridiculous! Yeah, <laughs> and then they did. It's like oh wow, they did it. I, yeah, so I, I just kept bumping that one up and up and further and further. So yeah, I had X X Men high, and I had X two high as well. I think Jordan and I both had it ranked number twelve overall. Um, yeah, man, I just I dug it. I, I do have a certain know. love for these two movies because these were the first movies I got to share with my kids. And I remember, like, being so excited, like, to share something I love so much with them that, like, my middle son, Jared, like, he does not care for any superhero movies at all except for X-Men movies. Yeah, I I definitely like X2 better. Um, I... I my big takeaway, I really like the scene where Wolverine goes on the road and they're on the run with, with, uh, the kids. I love, always love that part. Um, there's a few things in it, but yeah, X Men to me doesn't hold up very well. It didn't age very well. Yeah. I agree with all that you're saying. It was a big deal, and I remember, like, Oh, the black leather doesn't look like How right? great you know, are Patrick Stewart and Ian McCallum? Yeah, but there are things in there like, wow, that really worked. And the Wolverine... Saw at the concentration camp, it's like... Is Dim to Mutants? Huh? <laughs> oh my gosh, what is that? What, is that what you went to? No, it's uh, our other brother, Justin. What? In the theater, like, packed opening weekend, complaining about the dumb people in the theater, and it said, Auschwitz, 1944. And someone behind him goes, Is Dim to Mutants? <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah. So, I, but yeah, the things that it got right, it's like, that is Professor X. That is Magneto. That is Wolverine. And the, it does hurt when you pop your claws every time. It's like, that's the best line Wolverine's <laughs> ever said. They, like, they got it right off the bat. But X2, I think, took that and just turned everything up a notch. And, like, they mm-hmm. had a little stronger. I think X-Men lost me when Senator Kelly turns into a puddle. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think about that. <laughs> I, you know, I think I ranked X Men higher than X Two here just because of what Jared was saying here with uh, how you know iconic it was at the time. I can remember this is like DVD players were coming out shortly after this movie came out. All right, one of the first DVDs I ever got from the library was X Men, and just popping it in and watching this thing and. You had extended scenes. Yes, I could watch a commentary. Um, it was. I'll get around to it someday. <laughs> it was, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think I ranked it higher just because of that. Because it was now. I, I can't remember the plot to X two. Somebody help me out. What what was Nightcrawlers in it? Oh, yes, okay. yeah, William Stryker. Stryker oh, comes, yeah, yeah. invades the mansion. The kids. Some you get see caught, more some of run away. origin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some of the Weapon X stuff is in there. Yeah, it's the Weapon X. And X-Men was the first modern movie that tried to make superhero uniforms more realistically looking. They weren't spandex anymore. All right, cool. There it is, X-Men. All right, number 15. 
Spider-Man from 2002 with Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Cliff had this ranked lowest. Lowest? No way. Down to 34. Cliff had it. Jesse had it number nine. That was the mm-hmm. highest. Yeah. Yeah, this was the... Again, okay, this was 2002. This is almost immediately after X-Men. After X-Men, yeah. This is Marvel's flagship character, the face of the company, on the big screen, swinging down these canyons of these skyscrapers, like... It was just awesome to see that it even existed. It was just a dream come true. Like, you will read back issues from the 70s and 80s, and there'll be letters columns like, Dear Stan, are you ever going to make a Spider-Man movie? We're working on it, True Believer. Like, it took forever to get into the big screen. (laughs) And again, anyone that grew up with the late 70s, early 80s Superman movies made for TV, that this is the first time we got to see an authentic suit or suit now. I think Spider-Man swinging from roof, rooftop to rooftop mm-hmm. using the webs, like, I can remember that, like, watching the way, like, they angled his body and structure and everything like that. Like, this was the first time we got to see Spider-Man on the big screen. And for all that they did, they came up with a Green Goblin mask that looked <laughs> like a well, Walmart I'm Halloween aisle costume. The sad part about it was they had a different version that looked way cooler, more authentic to the comic book version. They didn't go that route. Uh, yeah, I'm probably the biggest Spider-Man fan in this room, and I don't like the Green Goblin very much. No. I don't understand why he's Spider-Man's arch nemesis for 50 years. And, yeah, Willem Dafoe's a fine actor, but this was not, no. not a good Green Goblin. It's James Franco. Is much better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Number 14 is Batman Begins. Oh five. I had this one ranked highest. I had it at number seven. I thought everybody loved Batman Begins. I had it at ten. Yeah, everybody lowest. Am I lowest? No, Michael's lowest. Really? I I felt like it started great, but I didn't like the whole Ra's al Ghul. Like, I just think I wanted more Alice. Neeson, though? Yeah, no, not him as, no, I just. But the the, Scarecrow. I that love was, the scarecrow that stuff. That was in good. It. That yeah. was decent. Yeah. But. See, I did not like the scarecrow yeah. stuff at all. Like that silly Murphy did not do it for me. Huh. I when I when I looked at this list first, I'm like, oh, Batman Begins will be way up there, and I just kept finding movies I thought right. had that to be in front of it. Problem. So. There was movies I just enjoyed more. The first half of the movie I loved. He it, saves a young King Joffrey on the on the balcony. So this was yeah, this was 2005. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's right in that era when things are just starting to go. That's pre-Iron Man, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, yeah, this was really the start of DC's universe, and I, mm-hmm. it did a great job. You know, first step. Yeah. All right, number thirteen, Blade. Blade. Blade made it this this high. That's we awesome. Yeah, we were I all like kind of right around the same, you know, between the, everybody ranked it between 11 and 12. Although I will say, after filling out this list, that is the only way I'm like, I'd like to watch Blade again. And I put the DVD in, I'm like, yeah, Blade. Why am I watching Blade again? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was better in my memory than it was in execution. That uh, Stephen Dorff as the villain yeah. was just not good. But I, I don't know. I have such a soft spot for these movies. Even though Wesley Snipes is kind of crazy. <laughs> I can remember watching this. This is another... Uh, I got this one from the library and watched it on DVD and, and uh, just was... Uh, and I think going into it, I may have known it was a comic book property, but you know that's another one that speaks 
uh, is a testament to a movie that really did well that a lot of people didn't know was associated with Marvel in any way. People were well, watching this movie. At that time, I think had people known that, less pe- fewer people probably would have watched it. Yeah, because it you know, just, comic book movies yeah, yeah. had a stigma about them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I rewatched the trailer on the DVD too, and mm-hmm. it wasn't like based on the Marvel comic. It was mm-hmm. just like... He's killing vampires, yep. and it's cool. He's wearing a leather jacket. Like, they didn't try mm-hmm. to market it as a comic book movie because there was no trail of success yep. there to follow. Mm-mm. And up to this point, Blade in the comic book had, like, this green army jacket from the 70s and, like, these weird... Like, Glasses. Yeah. Yep. And what we, should we put, is that the only movie on here except Catwoman headlined by Minority? Like, uh, I mean, so we're not in great... Uh, like you said, Catwoman and Electra are the only female yeah. movies, so yeah, there's some work. Not, work not needs done a very done. good job so far. Wesley Snipes has blazed the trail, but we need someone to follow. <laughs> oh, get, uh, Black Panther's coming out. So yes. Well. All right, number twelve. This is the only Spider-Man movie Cliff liked. It's Spider-Man Two from two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Michael had this one ranked the lowest, actually. Jordan had it all the way up at number seven. I did? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Doc Ock, right? Yeah. Nice. Alfred, Alfred Molina. Molina is great. Yeah, yeah. Was, mm-hmm. yeah, he was great in yeah. this movie. This is like the Empire Strikes Back kind of uh, formula. A lot of these movies, the sequels are because ba- you've got to get the origins out of the way in these first movies. Deal with all the backstory. Martha has to die or whatever has to happen. And then in two, you can really jump into the story. And, you can even and leave it a mess because yeah. you know you're not wrapping right. anything right. up. So twos are really strong, and, and Spider-Man 2 is probably the, maybe the best example except for the Batman guy. The problem usually is with the sequels. Though, the studios cut the budget. Right. They will, They don't want to pay anybody to be in it. They just want to wreak all the profits off of two because they a lot of times lost money or didn't make a lot of money on one. But by the time two comes out, people have seen it in theaters and then had time to rent mm-hmm. it. So the audiences are a lot bigger usually for two. So a lot of times two makes more money. Oh yeah. So yeah, there, there's a weird formula a lot of these sci-fi films follow. And yes, yeah, Spider-Man. And this movie made Doc Ock cool. And yeah. Doc Ock is not cool. Like everything they did with his eight legs and arms and stuff, like all that technology, like the way they did it was spot on, and it actually no bowl cut. Yeah, yeah. They they actually elevated Doc Ock. Like usually when you go to the villain movies, like they drop the villain down. In where this is, they actually elevated the the villain up. Yeah, I mean, how much have we talked about the movies where it's like, yeah, the villain they kind of missed the boat on the villain. Like this is a movie where it's like the best part of that movie is how good the villain is. Yes, so I agree. That's always good. All right, number eleven. I, apparently, I, I didn't get this one because I had it ranked. Low. Michael Cliffs and Seth, all three ranked it at number eight. It's Ant Man from 2015. Oh, I love this movie. I, I love Ant Man. I didn't dislike Ant Man. I just, I don't know. It kept kind of falling down the list. I had it at yeah, 25. Kind of. At the it's screen. it's one of those that came out of the out of nowhere for me for a Marvel movie that I didn't think I would enjoy. I watched it like maybe three or four months ago. So I was like, uh, Ant Man. So I just put it off. Kept putting it off. Kept putting it off. And then. Paul Rudd, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. the guy does a great job of keeping me entertained throughout this whole movie. Yep. Um, I I really liked it. it, it 
special effects were cool. Uh, you know, we have Yellow Jacket versus. Uh, I mean, that was awesome. As a you know, going way back, Avengers fan, I just love to see anything involving some Hank Pym. Yeah. You are the Pym. I man. am. <laughs> he, I, I want to, you know, I love Michael Douglas, and yeah. you know, the little bit that that was inserted in there really did it for me. I, I was got me really interested, and that, and you, this is like uh, that. Uh, facial thing they did on Michael Douglas making him look young was outstanding but the movie itself yeah I thought Paul Rudd did an outstanding job and then you got the wasp I mean you, you yep. never I've never seen that before we're mm-hmm. going to see that in the future I was like these are original Avengers you know I think it's one I, I could totally be convinced to, to market higher I, yeah, I, I think because thinking back on it one of the things I liked about it is that it was it was kind of a small scale story, right? It's yeah, a like, standalone. Yeah, they, yep. he, he wasn't trying to destroy the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and I think maybe when I was doing this list, I kind of looked over. It's like, oh, it's not as epic as like Avengers, so I got to put it down the list. But then when I think back, it's like I kind of like that about that. It. it was kind of yeah. a small, yeah. self-contained. Story. Yeah, we don't have X Men Apocalypse at the top. <laughs> <laughs> I may be penalized because it's so new. I'm like, what well, doesn't deserve to be top ten? Yeah. It just yeah. came out. I get it. Like, so I, again, this could cha- do this list a year from now. It could change. Well, I still had it pretty high. I, I mean, I actually, as I sit here and look at my top ten, I'm like, you know, I really this is the ten that could be flopped all over the place. Yeah. These are all good movies. Yeah, yeah at least I, yeah, I had it pretty low, but that, that's one I could definitely be convinced to, to move up the list. So, sorry for skewing the numbers on that one. <laughs> all right, we've reached the top ten here. Ooh. Number ten, Avengers Two: Age of Ultron. <laughs> Mike, Michael had this one at number four. Yeah, I really yeah, like this one. I think this should be ranked higher because it's so much better than the first Avengers movie to me. Top huh. ten's pretty high. <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's just, don't get greedy. <laughs> but like, the, I mean, just because, like, because I was thinking where to rank this. Do you, you like this? You like this? Better I don't think, than I don't think anyone else yes. ranked it all the way back. Yeah, he's yeah. the only one he's to rank it. Wow. Yeah, he's definitely the, yeah. the one that thinks this. Was I didn't better. think it was. Bad, but yeah, I was yeah. very disappointed in it. Everyone had it ranked, you know, pretty reasonably. But yeah, Mike, Michael was definitely. I've heard some hate from you know, people on the internet. Oh, everybody on the internet hates everyone. <laughs> yeah. hate on the, on the internet, internet? But, yeah, get, 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 embrace yourself. Cite your source. <laughs> but yeah, they don't. They didn't like you know. Uh, Quicksilver's not right. Like there were just things people complained about, and the whole uh, Scarlet Witch trying to be in love with the Hulk. They're just. Little things, but I thought as a whole it worked pretty well. It was right. It, it fits with the whole Scarlet Marvel Widow. universe. Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The Widow. Yeah. Black right. Widow. Yes. <laughs> We're not just forgetting parts of the movie. We're actually forgetting parts of actual comic book storylines now. <laughs> the reason why I like the movie so much is I feel like. There's only two women in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> they figured out everything they did wrong with the first Avenger movie and fixed it in the second one. And to me, like the opening scene of all of them fighting together. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's good. That, just, like, just take yourself back 10 years ago and think, like, would that ever be possible? So it's got to rank up there. Well, let me make, let me like, I I didn't like, let me make, I I didn't like Ultron. And that's one of my favorite villains. And they did not pull it off. And I, I, it just, I didn't even like the way he looked. The whole, the, there was problems with that movie. This universe that we're in, Scarlet Witch is not a mutant. 
This nope. is this is a she is an inhuman, correct? She would be considered an inhuman. I don't think they've ever said specifically said in the comic she is. But. Okay, all right. So I'm not going to rank it above Avengers, just based on that. Uh, protest book says <laughs> who who created Ultron. Oh well, <laughs> we're gonna go to the whole who this created trick, what to create, yeah. Well, what, that that is my big, biggest disdain with this movie on who they said created Ultron. Yeah, yeah. Well. But it makes sense. Like you couldn't. You I don't know. care. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I ex- I totally expected them to say Tony Stark did it, and you know that's that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I do. It made sense for the story they had set up. That wasn't the reason I rank it lower than the original. Alright. Number nine. Single digits. Now this one, we've got some disagreement. Number nine is Watchmen. 2009. Oh. I so did and I. Cliff both had this as the number two wow. movie Top on the list. Nice. And you know what? I, I could have... if. I, you know, I can't make my list without thinking what other people are doing. And I was just like, I've never heard you guys talk highly of this movie. Well, it's this is interesting to see. So Michael and Cliff both had it at number two. Jesse had it at number five. You had it at number ten. Yeah. Jordan and I both had it number twenty. Hmm. Wow. See, now, I, I, I could have <laughs> wow. moved it up. I could have went higher. I really like if, it. If this movie's on, even on, like, regular FX or whatever... You know, I'll cut up. I'll still sit down and watch it. Yeah. Like I'm not going to pass it. So up. will I for five minutes. Yeah. I the first will watch five minutes one, of the movie. Any scene, any any oh. time, even it's a seven hour running time. <laughs> I will watch five minutes of it and be like, yeah, that's Watchmen. All right, then I got to turn the channel because as a whole, it does not work for me. I I, I walked into George's store. Well, it was probably six months ago. Asylum been, Comics and Mary <laughs> <Asylum laughs> Comics. I, it had been on like TV night for, and I said. Explain to me why Watchmen is not a great movie. Because it nearly tricked you into thinking it was. Because I'm sitting here thinking, like, man, there's just parts of that movie where it just nails it. You know, the two kind of most important casting as far as Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Jackie Earl Haley are so perfect in that movie. It just seems like it's just nailing all this stuff. And your response was, it's because... He, he, does, he doesn't get it. That's what you told me. It's just kind of hollow yeah. inside. Like, it looks this is, perfect. It sounds perfect. Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. This, he is, just, this is the highest Zack Snyder makes it on the list. <laughs> See, where this is a movie that I love. Like, mm-hmm. I can watch this. Like, I rank this so high because I know I can sit down and watch this anytime over and over again. And a lot of, like, there's so many scenes that rank high on my level. Like, even like the actor that plays uh, Night Owl, like I love that actor just because of that whole role right there, and have followed him from this role to other. I thought the films. casting was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah it is. And th- there are little things that it misses, but I feel like it achieves far more than it misses. Yeah, I mean, if you go, we probably all love the graphic novel, and I think. Sometimes we have a really high expectations if you've read that, you know, over and over and over again. <laughs> no, I didn't have high expectations. I had the only expectation I had was that Zack Snyder understood what the book was about. <laughs> That's literally my only expectation. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is probably I mean, is this not he doesn't the, even know what Superman <laughs> is about. <laughs> is this not the aside from the I guess the plot problems that you have, but it's the most faithful oh, to a, a yeah. comic book fact, totally on faithful. this list. What they changed about the end, I mean I spent so long I can't remember the details, but 
I like the ending of the movie better than I the do comic. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole when it was the island thing, or I thought they fixed it. The science, that's yeah. sick to say that you know. <laughs> But that's how I felt. You didn't like that? Did you not like the ending? No, it was fine. Everything, every, <laughs> every ingredient was perfect. But the whole just didn't, it just fell apart. It was like a perfect souffle that was cooked. And then Zack Snyder cranked up the heat and it just collapsed. He, they're all like beautiful people with amazing ninja skills. And being a superhero was pretty sweet. And that's not what it's you mean about. Like the, the schlubby, pathetic night out, like snapping dudes necks and yeah. half, Steven Seagal style. You yeah. like that vibe? <laughs> it's about being a superhero. Is a you're a broken person on the inside, and it that's, that's a good argument. Life. We yeah. we did well. You know, we did Alan Moore month. Yes, on, on radish enjoyed, and broccoli, I, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was. I think you and, did a whole episode. Dedicated comparing to, the graphic novel with the movie. That's right, uh, and I think in that you know amongst the four that we did, I, I chose this one as my favorite uh, because you know I I enjoyed the visuals. I didn't mind Zack Snyder tinkering with whatever he did, and I I appreciate over the top violence as we've already talked about with Punisher Warzone. Uh, so you know these guys going around snapping necks and blood flying everywhere. There was a little bit of gore, uh, which was perfectly fine. So I, I I think that's why it deserved top five for me. Yeah. I mean I didn't I didn't I don't dislike it. And I am just like if it's on TV, I will watch like I'll stop and watch it for a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I had it top twenty, but I just I don't know, yeah, it rings a little uh the the this movie there are two movies that have what I would consider the absolute perfect intro into a movie. And this is one of them. Like I, oh, yeah. I could just watch that first five. Yeah, yeah. Over and over and over. It's, it's beautiful. It's amazing. It, it tells such a story mm-hmm. yeah. in such a little bit of time. Good yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just check. I, pro- I probably have there a is a great soundtrack. Yeah, there, there is. is. What's well, the other? Gonna, have we got? Have we mentioned the other movie? You said it was one of two movies. Up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> where's that on? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Number eight is Deadpool. Wow, it's a good one. Probably the newest, highest. Rank. I mean, this one. Jesse and Seth both had this one. Number four. Uh. Cliff and I were a little lower. Cliff had an 11. I Cliff, had did you watch this movie? I have seen this movie. You were in to hate this from the beginning. How, I'm <laughs> surprised they got a 15 out of you. No, I, I had a 15. I, I had, had 11. 11. You he had 11, yeah. I liked it. I Yeah, I just, I don't know. I didn't think it was quite it's, a, it's, I, I'm weird where I either want a, movie, a superhero movie to be very cheesy and hope, or I want it like down and dirty, like it's disgusting as possible. And I just like, felt like it was so Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. It was just like such, everything came together perfectly for that movie. Yeah. And it just, everything about it is exactly what it should be, and it holds up to watch again and again. I'm just like. They got it right. Yeah. And I actually love this version of, version of Colossus that they had it. I yeah. really enjoyed. Like a lot of people didn't like him or the way it was done, but I actually like. There's nothing. It didn't in this need movie. to be anything and perfect. You know, he didn't need to be a perfect Colossus. There's nothing in this movie that I did not like. Yeah, he was a good foil, just a stick in the mud, punching mm-hmm. bag. Right. Yeah. He's the, he's the cable replacement but, for the first movie. Yeah. So the, the yeah the effects weren't great for him, but yeah. You know. They should have given this movie ten million more dollars and fixed a few of its 
tiny problems, but you know, be happy with what you got because it was good. Yeah. What What did Jordan have it right? I was number eight. Okay. Eight. All right, we're at number seven, and we have our first movie that someone ranked number one. Hmm. So, Michael, you will be a little disappointed. Michael's number one movie, Captain America, The First Avenger. First Avenger. Wow. And I'm not kissing any ass on that. I really enjoy that movie because... It's set in the 40s, and you can take anything super heroic out of the movie, and it's still a good movie. I totally agree. I kind of wish they would. I think the first half of that movie is perfect. The origin story, the USO stuff. That's why it's not the number one for me. Like, if it had kept that tone... And then, like, the laser guns come out, and it kind of gets over the top. And it, yeah. yeah, it falls apart a little. <laughs> I, still, I think it's a great movie, but I, the first half is so perfect that the second half doesn't quite live up to it. I agree with that. You know, it was like, it was made for me, and then I'm like, okay, just a little bit much later on in the movie. But, man, Tommy Lee Jones it mm-hmm. was unbelievable. It was just, it was so well done. And just... I like how they built off of that movie to to go back to him holding the trash can lit up. Yeah, I mean, just reflected in Civil War. It just it's what an arc. Mm-hmm. And not to mention how much better the costume for Captain America in the forties was <laughs> than in the first Avenger movie. I just want to point that out. Like it was superb. It's the ultimates. It's the ultimates uh, mm-hmm. uniform. Yeah. You know, that's everybody loved that. And so yeah, we're at number seven and. As, that was the first Captain America movie we've got. I know. So that's how, I didn't want to bring it up. Captain I America. didn't want to jinx anything. <laughs> I think this is the only reason why Seth is still here. <laughs> up to number six. This is our, our next number one movie that someone had. This is Jordan's number one movie, The Dark Knight. Number six? <laughs> yes. Number six. <laughs> I'm going to work. No, I just, I want to defend myself in saying that the, I, I looked at this list after I sent it and thought I should add it higher. It was just, uh, what you were the one that drug it down. I probably was. I so Jordan, Jordan had it one. I had it two. Uh, Cliff had it four. Jesse and Seth were eight, nine. Michael, 12. So yell at Michael if you, Michael. he's the one who messed up your writing. 12. Wow. Michael. I could have had it a couple places yeah. higher. Now, if Heath Ledger was still alive, would it still be that good? Yes. Well, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't just gonna say that would not be matter. Great. Yeah. yeah. So Jordan, yeah, defend your number one choice. Uh, yeah. To me, this is. I love superhero movies. I've been, you know, we're doing a podcast about them, obviously. But to me, this is the only great film on the list. Mm-hmm. Like, it should have been nominated for an Oscar. Like, it. it the rest of these, you know, they're great summer blockbusters. They're they're amazing action movies or amazing fantasy or sci-fi movies. But this, to me, is a film. This is like one of those '70s crime movies, <laughs> Scorsese or something like that. But with a guy in clown makeup, like. <laughs> if you would have took Two Face and that whole part out of it, I would have ranked it higher. Yeah, I. That's kind of stuff like that brought it down it for did. me. I, I totally agree. Like. Like I said, I could have had it higher. Mm. There's definitely movies here I could have moved it past. But there's things like that that I just don't like about that movie. I can remember going into this movie going, you know, Heath Ledger is a joker. I mean, are you yeah. kidding me? I, I I, I had no faith. None. And I, when I was done watching that movie, 
I was a fan. I mean, I I know it's the it's the top that I had out of the out of the three Batman, oh, yeah. um, because he cemented the Joker in in my mind and everybody. And there's a lot of other people too. You look at some comics and see that his portrayal of the Joker is you know is still an influence today. Um, I, I, yeah, because there, there's no way they could have taken it and done. What Jack, after what Jack Nicholson did with it, and and went with something similar. Mm. You had to go somewhere else with it, and you know I don't think any of us expected it to, you know, to be as great as it, as it turned out to be. Yeah, for yeah. me, good. I was gonna say yeah, and this and this too, you know, Jordan likes to look at the timeline here. So this was two thousand eight. So this you know Iron Man and Dark Knight came out the same summer. You mm-hmm. know, Iron Man came out and was fun. Everybody loved it. And you know, it caught it changed the perception, public perception of comic book movies. And then Dark Knight came out, and not only did everyone love it, every critic loved it, and it changed the critical perception of comic mm, book movies. Yeah. And from then on out, it's like, oh, now these movies are getting money, and actors want to do so. Like every movie after this movie is better because of Dark Knight. Yeah. All right. Top five. Six is way too low. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Number five is Captain America Winter Soldier. This one was funny. We okay. Jared, Jordan, Michael, and Seth all ranked at number five, and Cliff and Jesse had it at number seven. So we were all like right. Yeah. We all we were complete agreement on Winter Soldier. I love it. It's uh, yeah, it's yeah. great. He's he is very he's upset with us. <laughs> <laughs> number six. Number six. I love Winter Soldier. It's great. With all the Cap America movies, they've all like none of them are bad. Like they've again, like going back to with the Captain America movies, you take out anything that has to do with superheroes completely out of it. They're all good movies. I felt like for what Iron Man was to Marvel Phase One, Winter Soldier was for for Phase Two. Like, just the beginning, everything about that movie. I I think towards the end, I didn't like. There was some stuff with Hydra and whatnot that I didn't care for. Robert Redford wasn't anything mm-hmm. special. Yeah, the twist wasn't mind-blowing right. or anything, yeah. but I didn't mind that. But still, either. you know, you got the Winter Soldier, and you got, you know, I love the big fighting Batroc on the ship and him flipping around, and, you know, Black Widow was awesome. This is the best I, I think she has been was in this movie, so... And that's when you got to see, like, Cap's fighting style really cut loose. Mm-hmm. And Gary Shandling. Hail <laughs> yeah. Hydra. And it's cool. Like, a character so recent as the Winter Soldier, who was only invented that's yeah. right, you know, yeah. a decade ago, mm-hmm. has now become an icon and a central point of the Marvel Universe. It's kind of amazing, because all these characters are 50 years old or more. Right. That is, that is amazing. Yeah. Ten years ago... It was a story that was told well too. I think I, that was another reason why I had it up there on uh, in mine because I enjoyed the way they told the story. This is another this is another sequel that did fared better than the 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 yeah. first one. Well, I do remember seeing in theaters one lady gasped when they revealed the Winter Soldier was Bucky. <laughs> I was like Bucky. She's like oh. like everyone is like who? How did you not know that? Like everyone just kind of looked at her, but it worked for somebody. The twist oh, really worked. My gosh. Be her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four, Iron Man. This could have been my number one, my number yeah. two, my number like it. it this is, like I said, just either his, if you look at historical, 
importance, watchability, quality, like in any kind of format, it changed it's, it's right there at the top somewhere yeah. on this list. So. Yeah, I would say Jordan, Cliff, Jesse all had it at number three. Seth and I both had it at number six. Michael, 13. Explain himself. Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you have something to answer for. <laughs> I understand. Here was a <laughs> I understand why everyone loves this movie. I really do. I love Robert Downey Jr. Like Robert Downey Jr. It because yeah, the, the, the best part yeah, of <laughs> this is this is the first time we got to see Iron Man fly and like it was so dead on with the jets and stuff. But as watching the movie over and over again, I I that's why I had to knock it down. Like the whole there's just things that I. I don't feel it has as much rewatchability as other movies. No, is it because other movies have kind of taken that formula, that origin story? Like, there's so many movies now similar to Iron Man. It's maybe not as unique to you. I would say, I would say that has something to do with it because we've gotten into this Marvel law of by the numbers. That's why, I like, I rank Ant-Man so high is because it's not by the numbers. Right. And this was what started that by the number formula, like... Let's make sure we have so much comedy in it. We have so much action in it. Like it's, that's where it falls down on the list. Was well, it? Is, is it its fault that it was so good that people copied it afterwards? It? Like, no, no, I think not. that's why. That's why they're saying. No. I get what you're exactly what you're saying, but Just that's like, also why we're ranking it high because yeah. it's like the original. Now, yeah. We all watched Doctor Strange last night, except for Cliff. Um, <laughs> I slept a lot. Yeah, but. Did any of us get up at the end of the credits because we all know there's at least two post credit scenes, like stuff like that? I was gonna say, you know, watching, you know, what, what do we remember about watching Iron Man in the theater? It's sitting there in the dark, and Samuel L. Jackson steps out of the shadows, and you're like, what? I mean, that <laughs> yeah. that, that changes our world, man. It's, it's Bucky, <laughs> and it has ACDC. Yes, sir. All right, ready for top three? So there's only three left. Yes. Hmm. Number, know what they should, should know what they are. Yeah, yeah, we, we know, know what they, they are, are, but what, what order? Okay, number three is Jesse's number one. Oh, Avengers. Man. 2012 Avengers. Wow. Matt, Michael, tell him why it's not number <laughs> okay, one. Again. We, got, we have to hear it all <laughs> the time. This, well, this rank. Yeah, everyone had it ranked, you know, one, three, six, Michael at 15. So. What in the world? <laughs> he hates this movie. There's so Cap many things. uniform isn't right. <laughs> There's so many things I don't like about this movie that just, again, it's the watchability. Like, I'm bored watching this movie. There's so many things I don't like about it. Do you, but do you take into account, like, the first time you watched it? Did you, do you no, the, fir- the first time I loved it. This okay. man gets bored. He gets bored at Avengers, but Man of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does it, does it, do these movies at the, I mean, are you saying at this rank, they have to entertain you? Completely every time you watch for it. the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah, <laughs> you have to be able to come home and put this in, and this is the best. Well, here's the problems I have with this movie. One Hawkeye. Um, I, I think a lot of it has to do with. <laughs> There's everyone in this room is like, like twitching with it. Like they're trying to yell at Michael. <laughs> it's because, like, it, believe it or not, it's because I love these characters so much. I just don't. I don't like the way Thor has been portrayed, like like his costume and his mythology, and there's a lot of backstory like from the comic books that I just don't 
like the transition to the movie. Like I just feel like they had a lot of missteps. Not saying that I don't love the movie. Luckily, none of us agree with you. Yeah, so. <laughs> I agree. I'm not. I don't like Hawkeye in it, and it, you know, I think they ruined one of my favorite characters. But everybody else is cast perfectly, and it's just it, to finally see the Avengers on screen was so yeah. important to me. Yeah, that it just it's uh, the, it's the culmination of you know four or five years of these movies thinking in your brain, like, are they really going to do this? Right. They really put yeah. all these movies together and make a movie and make an Avengers movie and it'd be good. And can that really happen? And yeah. it happened. So, yeah, Iron Man was 2008. Avengers was 2012. Yeah. Yep. So we got that first taste in 2008. And for four years, we had this anticipation. Exactly. Yep. It's like, they're going to do this? They're going to bring these all together? And it should not have worked. There was no reason this had any chance of working. That these all fit together. The plots worked. The characters worked. All the actors... Except poor Terrence Howard came back. Like, there's yeah. no reason this. Sh- he and got for- pearl muttered. <laughs> <laughs> so for this to even exist is a miracle. Yes. And for it to be great and entertaining, Hulk is Smash, just, yeah. Puny God, exactly. Every- I can. I, I will be honest. I can actually rank this higher based on what you look at. Where we've been looking all around you when you're talking. Where's your list? I want to see what one through four. He ate it. He didn't eat it. Let's remember Superman Returns was that Superman Returns. Man of Steel. Oh my gosh. Every look at where we ranked all the Hulk movies, and then all of us probably came came out of this theater and went, "Man, the Hulk was awesome." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulled that off. That was the one thing they got right. <laughs> the one thing. No, no, just, I, uh, I, I don't. I don't completely because it's not a perfect movie. No, no, it's not. But just yeah, I said just that it even exists, and we're sitting here. To, you know, there's sequels, and yes. it didn't screw anything up. It didn't ruin any of the characters. It just it clicked and it worked, and I don't know, it, it's, it it's propelled Hawkeye. everything forward. <laughs> this uh, every argument that you guys have made is one that I 100% support. The reason. It is number one on my list. Is the fact that I took, I think this was a free comic book day that uh, that weekend, right? That's they've been yeah, first, uh, it would have been May. Yeah. Yep. So they're, you know, everybody got to go see Avengers. There was a huge buzz for it, and I uh, this was a movie that I got to go with my stepfather to go watch. All right. Now, as a personal, you know, sentimental, uh, you know incentive to make it number one on my list my stepdad used to give me crap about comic books every he'd come in my room he'd find one laying on the desk and he'd sit there and bend it and go like this with it and i'm like stop man stop what are you doing and he did that just to give me a hard time but he never really read anything yes i never knew you were abused (laughs) (laughs) my name is jesse and i've been uh, tortured i must have been i'm sorry but to to be able to sit right beside the man and watch a movie that he enjoyed and my favorite heroes culmination of all these great superheroes come together in a movie and we leave out of that and he is he's a fan he's coming back for the second one it was probably i can remember sitting in that theater going this is a moment that in my life 
I, you know, this is the culmination of something. This is the climax of a, you know, of years and years of, of hardship for nerds across. <laughs> yes. And we're finally <laughs> accepted. You we never would have believed it. You never would have believed that they could have pulled that off. Yes, that's why it made number yeah, one. It for me. made a billion dollars. So everyone who looked down at us in high school for reading, they all went and saw it. Exactly. There's guys, you know, all the jocks wearing cap shirts, like. It, it did. There was a shift in culture, pop culture. There is. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the reasons why I hate it. <laughs> oh, come on. It's because it, you like, because yeah, I was thinking about this original. today, is because, every, like, we've always wanted all this stuff to become popular. You feel now, ownership with it. Yeah. Well, but, like, I saw a girl at Kroger's that she had Spider-Man pants on, and I saw another woman walk by, and she had Venom on her shirt, uh, Venom on her shirt, and I was like... Like, is that the rapper from Detroit? <laughs> it's like, but you're constantly seeing this, how it's become so mainstream. Yeah. And it's like, I think like, that's why I didn't, it, it's, it's getting, I, I'm, this yeah, I'm taking another conversation. Yeah. Let's just continue yeah. on the list. We'll go. It's a good one now. Well, I think we'll, it's one we'll that get on this with Dr. Strange so, review. So Michael loves movies that are, everyone else hates so that they keep that, like Ghost Rider 2. That no Tron. pop culture in yeah. Go Tron. <laughs> All right, we're at the top two. We all know what they are. Uh, the next one, two people picked it as number one, but it did not make it to number one. Those two people were myself and Seth. It's Captain America Civil oh, War. I thought it makes was it to we number two. This. Huh. Wow! Which means we might as well say it. Guardians of the Galaxy is the number one. Wow, movie. that is that number one. <laughs> wow, it's a good one. That sh- I shouldn't be surprising, but it's surprising. Well, we can, for Civil War making it down that far, we can blame Cliff and Jesse, who ranked at nine and ten respectively. <laughs> I didn't know I was that mean to it because I I give this first off. I think it's worthy of top ten easy. So okay, give me that. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> But uh, I mean, we we do get an epic battle scene in that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of good stuff about yeah, we, Civil we, War. We we tore that movie apart. Yeah. We've said everything to say about it, but still, it's like it was everything I wanted. We got this, you know. It's, it's Cap. It's this great story, you know. Yeah, they changed it some, but enough that there's a twist at the end that I didn't see coming. That was great, you know. Just, it was able to introduce a new character. Like seamlessly and make it, yeah, not weird. Yeah, you know, sometimes you get like, why is that guy doing here? Like, like Batman, Superman tried to introduce new characters and right. failed miserably at it. Yeah, like Black Panther shows up and it just worked. Yeah, I, yeah. and it sets up so much for the future. Yeah. It's just, I love, love that movie. I love where you know, like the Captain America movies just get better and better. Even though I consider this really an Avengers movie. Uh, yeah, really. I think for everything, for all the reasons Iron Man and Avengers that we said great things about i think that this one faltered a little bit for those exact reasons i felt like it was following a little bit of a of a pattern (laughs) (laughs) captain america disagrees (laughs) well i think the reason why guardians is ranked so high with everyone is again it goes back to of there's not as much love for those characters as there was previously for all these other Mm -hmm. characters yeah that we've all grown up, grown up with and have taken such ownership to. Whereas with Guardians, it's just a really good movie. Yeah. It's awesome. 
It is. I can't wait for Volume 2. I can't either. I love Guardians. I love everything about it. It wasn't the typical Marvel movie. It, you know, it had a little different edge to it. And Legends continues to try to emulate it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had Guardians at number 8, which I guess was... Lowest, I, I think know. I had it at five. Man, I love. How did this that. thing get number one? What, only one person had a number yeah. one. It was a, no one ranked at nine or ten. Like yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's great. I love it. I mean, it was my number two. Yeah, yeah. And Guardians. I was just going to say, Guardians. Here's the thing. I'm I'm kind of a pessimist when it comes to the movies because, you know, I worry that I remember going into Avengers thinking that okay, we've hit our heyday, folks. Let's all rejoice, enjoy whatever comes <laughs> left. All downhill. all downhill from here. <laughs> and Guardians was one of those ones where I said, "Grab the tombstone," because this is not. Nobody knows who these characters are. There's no way they can write a great story. And I was completely wrong. Yeah, yep. Guardians definitely made a point. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. like you don't have to know these characters. They don't have to be household names. We're still going to make great movies, and you're going to come see them. And it proved its point beyond what anyone could have imagined. Yeah. Testament to Marvel. And the way that they can do their movies. I mean, out of all the movies coming out in the next couple of years, that the sequel to that is going to be the most highly anticipated. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so I mean that uh, teaser they put out already. It's just like it's it's got the old music. The, yeah, and I can see a, a brand of fan gravitating more toward. They might at some mm-hmm. point they've got to get tired of. Well, I watched ten other movies to set myself up for this movie, and like yep. Guardians is just there. It's you know, it's that, it has that Star Wars feel, mm-hmm. like it's new and adventurous, and there's these characters I love, and it doesn't have all the baggage of the other right. stuff. So I could see at some point, you know, the Guardian sequel outgrossing some of these Avengers movies at some oh, point. Yeah. I, I, it could happen. And the soundtrack on the first one was the bomb. Yeah. I yeah. love seventies music. Yeah, the that movie had the perfect trailer. Because everybody was like, what is this? Why why are they making this movie? And then that, that trailer hit and everybody was like, oh, okay, it looks, you know, with the song. And everyone's like, uh, there might be something to this. And then as soon as they came out, word got out quick. Like, go see this movie. Yeah. Should, 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 should I read the top ten again? Just one sure, go for again. it, man. For the listeners here, so yeah, one Guardians of the Galaxy, two was Civil War, three Avengers, four Iron Man, five Winter Soldier, six Dark Knight, seven Captain America First Avenger, eight Deadpool, nine Watchmen, and ten Avengers Two: Age of Ultron. Where was number? What was number six? My heart to hear all that Captain America going on in there. I'm sure we're way over time, but I did want to just point out, like the again, like the Nolan Batman trilogy has been held up for so long now as kind of the peak of superhero fiction. and da, da, da. But it's Cap- the Captain America trilogy has just blown it out of the water. Right. It gets stronger every time. Yeah, so... It, I, was, it was obviously, as you can tell, you know, it was our highest-ranked trilogy. Uh, number two, not a trilogy, but the Avengers series, one and two. The Bat- Nolan Batman trilogy was the third-highest-ranked uh, grouping, followed by Iron Man. Then Thor, then the original Spider-Man, original X-Men trilogy, even with X-Men 3 on top. Then Blade, then new X-Men trilogy, then Amazing Spider-Man, and then the Wolverine movies. That was kind of the ranking of the different uh, trilogies in the series. 
And uh, there, if you were looking at it, there were 40 Marvel movies and 12 DC altogether. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously. That's, they got started late in the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marvel obviously ranked higher overall. Uh, the MCU movies. They, they got, basically have a quality higher. and quantity thing yeah. going over whatever exactly, DC is yeah. doing. Well, let's not forget, like, when I first looked at the list, my like I really hadn't paid much attention. And I immediately said, what did I say? I'm like... Where are all the movies I love? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no Donner movies in here. There's no Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. All that stuff predated, all, you know. Yeah. So if I was going to rank, rank, you know, all those movies yeah. in there, my list would be completely different. Yeah. There's a reason we set it up like this. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's come back next week and do all the classics. <laughs> all the classics. Well, we're over two hours, so is there any things you guys want to say before you we wrap read. up? Comments? Uh, yeah, we had a few people comment. I've got, I've got, uh, I've got mine yeah, up. But <laughs> uh, uh, right now, yeah, we threw it out on Facebook today. We just asked people for their top fives because we wanted to get a wide, little wider variety. So who, who, who commented on those? All right. So on my end, our good buddy Sean Comer, he states top five again. He didn't rank these. He just went five. It gave us five movies. All right. Spider-Man 2, X2, Iron Man, Dark Knight, and Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. So there's... Not too far off. Sean Comer's top five. Uh, And then we have good Stephen Marsh, who his top five is Winter Soldier, Captain America, Thor, Batman v Superman, and then Man of Steel. Huh. So he's right there with Michael. (laughs) Yep. And our good buddy Andrew Graham. I mentioned doing a podcast on Superman Earth 1. He actually joined me for that one. Uh, His top five, in no particular order. He says, Avengers, Winter Soldier, The Dark Knight, Guardians of the Galaxy, X2. And he says, X2 could easily be swapped for Spider-Man 2, after giving him more thoughts. So... <laughs> you shake your head, Cliff. <laughs> lowers his lowers his head. That's that's my. Don't that's, alienate the listeners. <laughs> They're so right. All their opinions are amazingly correct. So there you go. There's there's the guys that chimed in on my end. Your buddy Jason Teasley commented on my page. He's also on the Radlich Network. Uh, Thanks for pronouncing that correctly. His I appreciate top five were Suicide Squad, number four, Spider Man Two, but above that, Amazing Spider Man Two. So he put the reboot, but I had to question him on that. But uh, two was Dark Knight, and one was Guardians of the Galaxy. So he was right on. Guardians, I'm telling you. I mean, it was an impressive movie. Uh, A couple of Seth's buddies, uh, Eric. He said Dark Knight five, Deadpool four, Guardians three, Avengers two, Civil War one. So Hmm. those were all in our top ten. And Dave said Winter Soldier five, Dark Knight four. Guardians 3, Deadpool 2, Civil War 1. There's, if these guys had gotten in on this, we might have... Yeah, <laughs> Guardians yeah. wouldn't have got on top. And last but not least, Bucky commented... Kapow's own sidekick. Whoa. And we have to assume he's real. None of us but Michael have ever met him. It could have been Michael catfishing all of us. We don't know. <laughs> but uh, Bucky said number five, Man of Steel... So that's again calling into question. Oh, that, it could yeah. be my, he's my sidekick. Actually, he said all his top five would be Marvel, but he wanted to kick in at least one DC one. So five Man of Steel. Four, Don't shortchange it. Just... Four Guardians of the Galaxy, 
three Winter Soldier, two Cap One, and one Civil War. So his top three were all Cap Captain movies. Now, Bu- Cap Bucky, I've never seen him not have either a Cap T-shirt on or a Captain jacket on. Like, he's Captain America all the way. <laughs> so, yeah, this new generation, they're coming up with three amazing Captain America movies to be fans of. So yeah. it's, like, it's a good time to be a Cap fan. What an endeavor, folks. Thank you for inviting me here for this one. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Said, thanks for filling out the bracket or filling out the uh, the rankings. This was great because we didn't have to do any of the work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for all your hard work of yeah. tallulating all that fun stuff. Tallulating. <laughs> Add that to the, there's the, the Michael Dictionary. Pronunciations with Michael Dixon. <laughs> Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. I, I, there were a few shocks here. I hope uh, you, you didn't yell at your radio too much. You don't listen to this on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in around, sit around the living room on your old timey radio. Listen to the so yeah, that was that was fun. I think Good I learned times. a little bit about all of you. <laughs> well, no I, real surprises. <laughs> I mean. Uh, again, thank you, Jared and Jesse, for coming out. It's always great to have you guys on. Where can uh, they find you, Jesse? Ah, yes. You can find me on Twitter, at Stiznarkey. I do a comic book podcast. It's called Source Material. It's on the Rattlech and Broadcasting Network. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Just search Rattlech. Um and, uh, yeah, we just basically talk about some of the great story arcs and some of the not so great story arcs that some, uh, comic, uh, you know, in the comic book genre. Uh, this most recent episode that we did was on a four issue arc of Witch Doctor. And I think upcoming will just be an interview that I did with my buddy. Actually, no, excuse me. We're doing the oath. This, that, the oath, Dr. Strange, the oath is releasing this Monday, which oh, is a good a, one. That's a good book. Yep. Um, uh, Brian K. Vaughn. So, good stuff. And then after that is a, an interview I had with uh, Benjamin J. Cologne. He went to New York Comic Con. He's a he's an artist, uh, does Soul Exodus. Uh, so get out there, check that out. And we talked about New York Comic Con. We talked about his uh, two interactions with Stan Lee over the years, which was a lot of fun. And we also talked about Steve Dillon. It was a lot, uh, a lot of memories shared and uh, good conversations. So check it out. You're on like ten shows over there, aren't you? <laughs> dude. Metal Hammer of Doom. We just recently did a show on uh, the New Testament album. Uh, I also guest a guest spot on the, the Screaming Boy podcast with yeah. Ronnie Adams, which we will be doing a Doctor Strange special. But I don't want to steal these guys' thunder. C- check out Kapow first because they're, the, they're 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 the boys. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I'm all yeah, over. You guys thing. are pushing a lot of content out. It's like every day something pops up on my feed, and I'm like, wow. We we try, man. We try to. <laughs> we, I, and I I have never come to a point where I've said I need to limit myself until just recently. I'm like, man, yeah. I'm in got too many podcasts. Cast. Yeah. So well, you found a babysitter and made it out tonight to the bunker. So we we thank you I for did. your effort. Thank you, Mamaw Julie. <laughs> and Jared, where can you be found at? Uh, the mayor's I'm mayor. He's the mayor. Mayor. <laughs> As always, I'm the most illustrious Michael K. Easton. My name's Jordan Lowe. And I'm Cliff Barnes. And the Grand Pooh Bubble remain silent. Yes, he had to leave. So, yeah, check us out. Uh, next week we're going to talk about Doctor Strange. Check us out on youdownkpp.com and Twitter at The Kapow Podcast. That's it. And Facebook. Comment on Facebook. We want to hear from you. Thank you. 
Kapow, the pop culture podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.